0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Big Apple Hockey. The Holy Trinity is back today. Uh, Anthony should be joining us probably any moment. And, uh, And you know what? We're all doing our own little solo shows, but this is still the program that we like to do with the three of us all together. I, of course, am the fearless leader. Thank you very much for that name, John. Mark Williams. And... I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the good, bad, the ugly host, John Fulkowski. Boom. <laughs> and you know something? Uh, I think somebody, I'm trying to remember who texted it on our Facebook page, that it was like, I guess there's no good, bad, and ugly today. Like, uh, you know what? It wasn't, it wasn't that it was just all ugly, and it wasn't. There, there were some good points out of that. Uh, but yeah. you know what sometimes sometimes the schedules just get in the way, we just can't get everything.
1: Yeah. Um I I was gonna do it last night. Um I, I was at AEW, hence the uh the boom for Adam Cole, baby, or in this case, Johnny Filk, baby. So <laughs> uh yeah, we uh I I, I watched the game last night. I was kind of breaking it down. I made sure that I really kind of paid attention and went back a few times to go over a few things and uh, Mike is right about this last night was a whole lot of ugly um I'll if you want I-, I could do one here real quick not like even we don't even need to do videos but I'll give you my pointers there we go all right so um I'm gonna go over the three good things that I saw um and they're very small Barkley goodrow good in the PK uh, made three really good defensive plays in the neutral zone in the PK, including one that led to a short-handed two-on-zero, which you have to score on. Yeah, and you got to
0: get that puck up. That.
1: Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, and then moving on real quick, Nils Lundqvist gets his first goal. Rip, now, be the best defenseman on the ice for the Rangers last night. Uh, that's not saying a lot, especially when you have Adam Fox. So um, yeah. Uh, although they weren't as good in the previ- as in the previous games, the third line was the best ranger line. Uh, they weren't great, but they were okay. And uh, Hito got the goal. Lafreniere got the assist. Lafreniere was physical and noticeable. Julian Gauthier was kind of quiet, though, uh, considering how good he'd been playing lately. Um, the bad, they were fatigued, and it showed. Uh, they looked like they had the win for the first 20 to 25 minutes of the game, but they were still a little behind. And mm-hmm. then they took too, pen- uh, too many penalties, got shorthanded too much, and it hurt him. Uh, and then Husker's not an NHL-level goalie. He's an NHL backup yep. for a reason. The first two goals are on him. And then uh, the shot on the O'Connor goal, I-, I know it was a nice move on Miller, who was atrocious. Uh, but the, the, uh, the shot itself was not good. And Igor or any other NHL starter would have stopped that shot. Um, the first line wasn't good enough. Uh, Zibane and Jan and Kreider were nearly invisible. And then Kako was kind of just meh. So, um, and then the ugly, the team defense was awful. Too many high-danger chances. A lot of mental, mental mistakes from brain fog, uh, from the fatigue. But even in the two previous Chicago games, they gave up a lot more chances and high-danger ones recently than they had been giving up. So uh, not good. That's got to change. Gallant will change that. I have no, no doubts that he will. Uh, Miller had probably one of the worst games of his career he was absolutely walked twice um he needs to start playing the body more uh, I've said this before I know I've said it he needs to start doing it. it it enough is enough you you're taught how to do that before you hit your teenage years stop it and then win a damn faceoff please uh, no possession because you're not winning faceoffs so you don't have the puck but yeah. uh you know Sean you're right. Would have been a different story with Shisterkin and net and more time between games. I, I just said this to Mark before we got on. I, I yeah. literally said those exact words. So
0: like it might be a different story next week if Shisterkin is in Colorado and um that there's because he 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 they rested him until today. Uh if they're saying everything's minor, there's a chance he could be back Sunday. And you know, so you know, he's a great deodorant for any time this team makes mistakes, and they are learning. They are still doing some things. Uh, K. Andre had an okay game at best because he just did too much stick checking.
1: You're right, yeah. Diane. They were never going to go 7-75, seven, five four and three games like that do happen. Um, yeah, and
0: usually it's on the second half of a back to back against a team that's hot and in your own building because you're not you're not concentrating. It's just it's just the other the thing fact.
1: that I forgot that was good was actually this guy right here. Um yep. he absolutely destroyed Nathan McKinnon, got a back-to-back Gordie Howe hat trick again. Um he played good. Uh he actually he was probably the best defender on the uh, uh the ice for the Rangers last night. I, I, Nils was a close very very close one for me. so
0: a lot more on Jacob Truba, and not just because Philk might have to start saying complimentary things like he just did about him. Uh but the whole world is going topsy turvy. But once again, somebody don't needs forget... to
1: insert the Jackie Chan picture of him going like... Ooh, <laughs> like yeah, that because that's me right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh still no word from uh our our beloved third leg, but uh I do have to say this again to promote it, make sure you watch Phil's good, bad, and ugly reviews either here or you can check it out on our Facebook page. And it's uh, the Facebook group especially is where Phil usually always has it down no matter what. And then, you know, like I said, he's, he was at AEW last night. Yes. So, I know Mike asked, for,
1: Mike asked for my UBS AEW review. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in the Q and a section later. I'll talk a little bit about that because UBS was actually amazing. Um, and then as for what Mark's saying, yes, 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 please watch good,
0: bad, and ugly. I can only say yes twice because a certain fan base ruined three yeses in a row. Anyway, um, on the other hand, I was there to watch it live. Uh, Thank you, by the way, to my friend Dave Schindler for getting me tickets. Uh, But they were, um, you know, it was a good first period, just not good the rest of the way. So uh, when Phil Piedl scored, I'm like, "Ah, I might be going back to my seat. And then it was, um, they let in the seventh goal and it was, nope, let's go to stout. Let's have a couple more drinks. <laughs> and That was the story of my week or my that night. Like
1: a good post-hockey plan.
0: Yeah, that's usually the best way to do it. All right, so everybody, so the New York Rangers ended their seven-game winning streak last night with a 7-3 loss to the Colorado Avalanche. Adam Huska not really showing much. For the NHL right now, and that's kind of obvious why. And for everybody that's saying, why didn't they put in Georgiev? Well, it was the second half of a back to back. You can't just play him every single game. You're going to kill him. Do
1: you remember, and then the Rangers will
0: have no goalies. Never mind. Remember three when quarters Igor got of one, hurt in the car accident? Right oh, <laughs> what?
1: Remember when Igor got hurt in the car accident? And they had the yeah. Georgiev nine straight games. And then they yeah. played Henrik that one game, which ended up being his last game as a Ranger and it got shelled by Philadelphia. You want to avoid
0: that again. Yeah, first off, by the way, that's another reason why David Quinn isn't here, mismanagement with his goaltenders. so uh,
1: Bye,
0: David. Bye. I, uh, you know what I should do? I should play a guy nine games in a row and then throw a, a, a 40-year-old goaltender in net after not playing for two weeks. Huh? So no,
1: let me play Brett Howden 22 minutes a game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the Rangers improved to 17-5-3. Uh, I, last night, heard their all-important goal differential. I always talk about plus 11. But Phil, the number one question a lot of people have been trying to say about the Rangers the last couple of weeks, when they've been winning and doing all this stuff, are is the team this good, or are they just beating up on bad teams? It's both,
1: and it's easily both. And I can tell you why, because they have beaten some good teams this season. And yes, they are beating up on some bad teams. But as you've said before. You should beat the bad teams. And if you beat the bad teams, that means you're more than likely the good team. <laughs> so or as Ric Flair once said, we're going to obviously drop a lot of wrestling reference here today. But uh, to be the man, you've got to beat the man. And to be the good team, well, you got to beat the bad teams. You know, yeah. if you don't beat the bad teams, you're probably bad. So uh, it, it's... You know what? This comment is fair from Lucas. We don't know how good they are yet because it's a combo of both. We need a bigger sample size. But if you're watching the games and the way that they play them, the attention to detail is there. And the attention to detail is the biggest thing for me because the good teams usually have that attention to detail, handle their business, and play hard and win those games, especially the trap games. And the Rangers have won the trap games. You know? Yeah. I, I I've got to say it, it, it's both right now, but yeah, and, small sample size. I understand.
0: And and look, I understand. We could take the records and look at them. Say like a game against Boston Bruins, and and go. All right, well they, they beat the Boston beat. Bruins, but the Bruins aren't in playoff positioning. You think you could you put the Bruins under a bad team? No, the Bruins no. they're still good. They're just not. They're just not getting the results right now this season. No. Uh, but, and also let's not forget this entire hot streak started against what the best team in the NHL when the Rangers Arno. were playing their worst. And yes, Igor Sisterkin had a lot to do with it, but they also scored two goals in the first period and led and led for nothing held on for the win at the end. But that's a different story as well. So the Rangers are on their way to being a good team. How good we're going to be doing power rankings in a little bit. And it's it's just – it's kind of just fan fodder when they're just kind of looking over and going, oh, yeah, well, who you beating? You beat the Buffalo Sabres and the well, COVID you, Islanders. Yeah, but it's very easy to just get, get trapped in that. Okay. The Rangers had a game canceled in the middle of it. They could have won one more game, they and it was against the Ottawa Senators. They game. were going to win that game.
1: And Boston, the only reason why Boston is not in a playoff position right now is because they've only played 22 games – and then the two teams ahead of them, Pittsburgh and Detroit, for the wild card, have twenty nine and uh, twenty nine points apiece. So Boston has three and four games in hand on those two teams, and they're only three points behind. So right, you know, I, and I have a feeling that Boston's going to pass Detroit. Detroit's a good story, but they are going to they're going to get passed.
0: And of course, by the way, the, to throw this in for the, the Boston game. The Rangers dismantled Jeremy Swayman, especially in the third period. And at that point, he lost a total of one game at home with a sub-two goals against. And they put a five on Boston. One of them was an empty net. So, I mean, and all top teams, yeah, that's right. All top teams play the bad teams. But here's the other thing. Last year, we looked at the schedule and said, oh, my goodness, it's going to be rough. Are you looking at the schedule right now? Scared about anything until they go to Florida at the end of the no, month? No, I mean it, it's no, kind of it, just that MMA simple. NBA is
1: still playing well. I mean, the, if if you look at the standings, they they are they are third in the Atlantic, and they're only two points behind uh, Toronto for second. And Toronto they've got two games ahead to on Toronto, and they're only two points behind Florida with the same amount of games played. So, I mean. For all that Tampa's lost, they're still a really good team, and I, I'm I'm actually looking forward to playing all these good teams because I I want to see how the measuring stick is.
0: And Brendan, yeah, sorry, Brendan, you're absolutely right on this. Yesterday was just a fluke, and sometimes that's just what happens. But By the way, we're flu- all... sorry. Go ahead, go ahead with I, yours.
1: I don't want to say that it's a fluke, and and I I know that. You know, Mike actually put this comment up here to kind of tie.
0: I into was just about goals. to highlight that one when as well.
1: They, when they are landed at 3 a.m. and they're on the second of a back-to-back and you got an AHL goaltender, that's kind of what happens. So, but again, to tie into this again, Sean's comment, we play Colorado again on Tuesday, and I yeah. want that game. And if Igor's in net for that game, I'm licking my chops because I want are revenge. We-
0: that first goal Huska let up, I understand was on a screen, but he actually moved his blocker away from the puck and then a caught the inside of the blocker win. went in. He was
1: partially he- screened, but he saw that.
0: Right. I mean, but that's what you expect from an AHL goaltender in his first game.
1: And then the second I mean, one, he telegraphed that poke check from five miles out and got burned for it. So and then right. the, and then the Logan O'Connor shot wasn't a great shot. I mean, the move on Keandre Miller, who looked like a turnstile because he refuses to play the body, was nice. But Igor stops that. gift could probably stop that shot.
0: Yeah. And again, Keandre Miller is still learning the position, and he's still getting that. But it, it, there are games where the Rangers are living by him and, and dying by him. And sometimes, last last night, he was not great defensively. Yeah. Um, he did contribute an assist, though. So
1: Yeah, he did on uh, the you'll yeah. goal, yeah.
0: In the heatle goal. But his defense partner making some big news in the last couple of weeks, uh in the last couple of games especially, I should say. Uh he scored the first ranger goal on Tuesday night. Had a huge uh he had so much time to to put that fuck in the net. But he has scored the first ranger goal last night as well. But that's not where we're talking about with Jacob Truba. The last two nights he has laid somebody out and absolutely crushed him. And there are people that are trying to say that those are dirty hits or hits we need to get rid of in this league. You could already see my partner's disgust to the to uh, on my right. But it's just what are like what are people complaining about? Those are good hits. And yes, I understand why he had to then answer the bell because that's the way hockey works. But don't 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 tell me that that was a bad hit. He hit him both times in the crest.
1: it's stupid Uh, and i've i've said this on social media because so many people have been talking about it and i i I hate being that guy that uses the old you you've obviously never played hockey before line because i I, you know there are a lot of people i know that haven't played or or can't play for whatever reason and are smart hockey minds but there are a lot of people outing themselves out there with a with some of these asinine statements that they're making about, oh, it's a dirty hit. Yes. Thank you, rich. Thank you. Keep your damn head up shoulder to yeah. chest both times. And you never want to see that with Jujar Kaira. You never want to yeah. see that. But you know what? And Brody, this is another point. You learn that at age five, you learn that at a very early age, you learn that before you hit double digits to keep your damn head up. So Uh, I I don't want to hear it anymore. It's not a controversial hit. These are textbook hockey hits. You separate the puck from the puck carrier. You go shoulder to chest or shoulder. You drive through and you go up and you knock them right on their ass. And it's a clean hit. There's nothing to say about this. And a lot of these people saying that, oh, this is a dirty hit, this and that have obviously never played before because they don't know how to throw a hit. That's literally how you're instructed by your coaches to throw a body check.
0: So, sorry. So let's, um, let's appease them for a second. So we end up getting rid of hitting in the future because everyone's a wuss. And what happens? Nothing but stick checks the rest of the, of all time. And you get more games like last night and, the Rangers were caught stick checking that entire night. Yeah. Then, then, then there's going to be like 10, seven games all, all the time. And th- those aren't fun.
1: Those aren't yeah. something you want to watch. And then not only that, but like, like this comment from Lucas here and, and I've, I've seen this in discussions before You know that, that any contact with the head should be a major and automatic penalty. Like sometimes it, it's, it's just not, it, it's unavoidable because, That's just what happens when you go into a hit, you drive through, and sometimes there is going to be some contact with the head. But, you know, like this comment is totally right from Mike. These are textbook hits that every coach would show you on how to throw a hit. It's just unfortunate endings for both players.
0: There there are certain – and, and again, there are certain things. You said it before. Don't don't put your head down. As soon as your head goes down. That's it. That's what happened with the um, – Eric Lindros – and yeah, Eric Lindros, basically all the time. And he used to put his head down all the time because he was the biggest kid on the ice. Nobody could get up that high. Well, you get yeah, to the top level. That. Scott Stevens doesn't care.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you develop that habit in junior and it doesn't go away. And that's what happens. That's.
0: Yeah. That's but I mean, don't, don't give me, don't give me that Jacob Troop is suddenly a dirty player. No. And don't give me that the hits are are bad. The, uh, the, the kid on Chicago, what was his name again?
1: Uh, uh,
0: Jujar Kyra. Jujar Thank you. Uh, he, he, um, like he's out of the he was probably yet. out as soon as they made contact. He was like, that was what was scary. He, yeah. And you kind of saw it. And then he just ragdolled down last night's hit. I watched that live and I went, that's a great hit. And of course, you know, Landis, I think it was Landis Cog immediately yeah. fought, um, and then uh, Curtis McDermott Trubber.
1: followed Jacob Trooper around the entire damn game. Which I, right. which is annoying. And I, I, I'm getting tired of that. Like years ago, and even when you and I were growing up playing, I I know Anthony too, because I've actually seen Anthony get hit. But like you, you you got hit, it was a big hit. It's a nice <clears> hit, <throat> clean. You got up and you played. And you want to yeah. know how you got your revenge? You went and you nailed the same guy back the next uh the next damn shift or in that same shift receipts are real boys
0: yeah i uh i was playing in ireland with uh midnight ice hockey got a bunch of people together and we flew over ireland and there's uh, a couple there's a guy that laid me out at one point and i kind of got up and went oh hey you know i didn't know we were doing hitting but all right let's get on that next shift he he was a defenseman he had the puck behind the net and i got him good because yeah. that I, was yeah. that was my job in juniors when i played in juniors i was i was on the line that always had to throw the hits which is what's funny because everybody uh said i was more of a finesse player um the rest of my life but it's just that's that was what you, your job was and you know what you take it that's just what things are so but there was a, a great moment that came out of last night's game and i went ballistic as soon as it happened Philk, and that's nils longquist scores his first nhl goal and it was a rifle it was a rocket and uh see it first before i could even talk about the goal itself seeing him celebrate where he went he pumped his fist he fell down (laughs) getting it back up and it was great to have the guys on the ice that were with him that it's lafreniere heatle and kako probably the last three guys I could think of that got their first NHL goal yeah,
2: and real yeah,
0: real. his Sally. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> and, and, I put it in our group chat to talk about it. And then afterwards I, um, I then texted Steven, a uh, stat boy, Steven and uh, getting him a copy of the program and mm-hmm. sending it out to him. Uh, so awesome. that way he can have Nils sign it eventually. But it, 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 it it's the first of many for this kid and he is going to be very good and he has looked better and better. You alluded to that. So again, your thoughts.
1: It's funny because on my last good, bad and ugly for the Chicago game, I I, I, I put that Nils should shoot the puck more. And then, you know, and some people were saying, Oh no. And I put it in the group too, I think in on the yeah. Facebook group. And what does he do he shoots the puck and scores his first goal uh, i i love it I, I i think this kid's got a tremendous future uh, i really do think that he's going to be like a, a a key core defenseman for this team going forward for a long time he just the smarts are there the skating the skills the elusiveness it just all of it's there and i i i loved seeing him score you could you could just tell that he was so happy to score his first goal and he did against a damn good team and a good goalie in net so and a good, very good goalie,
0: goalie. Yeah. and uh, kemper's reaction on that is priceless because he literally was just like what the hell was that yeah <laughs> yeah so- you
1: do- you do not expect that wiry little kid to be able to shoot the puck like that. And believe me, I've met him. He's wiry. He still looks wiry.
0: During the summer, when we were doing our five hour sessions, uh, Phil and I played uh, Nils Lundqvist, uh porn, if you will. And yeah. uh, we got some more, we, we got something that's basically equivalent to porn coming up in, in a little bit, or hockey porn, if you will. Because yeah. that's that's gonna be saved to the Bar Talk segment, but man, and he's watching Longquest and watching that one timer that he's got. And I, I oh. wait un- wait until he starts unleashing that. He's gonna he's gonna terrify a lot of goaltenders in this league. But what are your thoughts on the New York Rangers and their winning streak? And what do you think is in the future for them coming up as they play Buffalo, as they play? Arizona next week, Colorado. I forgot who they're playing on Sunday for a minute. None of these teams are really scaring me that all that much. But uh, and that's because the Rangers are a good team. Guys, throw it all down in the comments and like below. Give us a like. we we could I would really like it. Actually, but since there's two of us, I could do this. Where it's uh to do and of course my mouse, I I had the wrong shortcut. So wait, we can there it is. Leave a like. Boop. See, it's hard when I'm doing that when Anthony's when Anthony's here because then it covers Anthony's face and then, uh you know yeah, background right. you're, you're, you, you,
1: you if you if you've seen any of the uh the good bad and ugly uh ones lately uh, Anthony's mohawk has become a uh a trending point in the chats
0: Well we are discussing <laughs> that and actually that's something uh Mike came up with a great idea about uh mm-hmm. doing a charity for Anthony's on behalf of Anthony's mohawk uh, doing like a GoFundMe or something, and we're going to donate all the process, uh, proceeds to um, a youth hockey organization or something like that. We're yeah. coming up with that idea. By the way, since there is a lot of uh, wrestling comments that are being made today, don't forget to put down, I want my Filk Wrestling channel. We are still working on that. This is our love, so this is why we're we're going with this. Well, it's going to be a short segment for us uh, Phil, but we are going to go across the aisle and talk about the other team that uh finally won a game. The Rangers have lost two games in a month, the Islanders have won one, so yikes. Uh, but the Islanders beat the Senators five to three, they snapped their own game winless streak. They've moved, they have improved to six, ten, and five. Yikes. The good news for the Islanders, the Brock Nelson skated today. But uh, it, I will, I'll use the words of Anthony, but then I'm going to get your opinion on this, Phil. Glass half full, they're unbeaten in their last four games. Go ahead.
1: Uh, no, they have points in their last four games. Points, yeah. 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 I've um,
0: I'm, I'm still using that unbeaten line from
1: pre-lockout. Yeah, um, they, they, I mean, points in the last four is good. Um, they, they lost to Chicago, Detroit and San Jose in over time, none of those teams are really terrible. They're all kind of like middle of the pack type team. San Jose, I would say is a decent team. Uh, I mean, they, they could go on a run and get into a playoff spot and maybe make the playoffs. But, um, they beat Ottawa, who's the, the really like, one of the worst teams in the East right now. So, um, and I wasn't like a a big time convincing win for me. I thought they were still kind of sloppy in that game at various times. And I, I, yeah, you could say glass half full because they 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 broke the, they they broke the streak and they they snapped the losing streak. But I mean, if you look at their next few games, so so tonight they've got natural. Natural is is in a playoff spot right now. They're mm-hmm. at this, and then on Saturday, they That's have – That's right. The Rangers the- get Nashville on Sunday. Yeah, the Rangers get Nashville on Sunday. So, um, the, they they have the Devils on Sunday. The Devils have actually beaten them, funny enough. Uh, so, I wouldn't – nothing. Sleep- yeah, I wouldn't sleep on the Devils. And then um, Monday, they have Detroit again, which they lost to Detroit in overtime. And then next Thursday, they have the Bruins. So their schedule is not exactly easy. It's not murderer's row, but it's not easy either. Um, they have to come up with at least a couple of wins here, though. Because if they, if they go back to losing, then doesn't matter if they beat Ottawa at that point. They're still right where, you know, they, they are before. It's back to square one. So if they don't start to make up some ground by the end of this month, well, that's not looking good because you can't count on doing what St. Louis did which, uh, three years ago. And also that.
0: the St. Louis thing. I need to also always, whenever anybody wants to compare them to the St. Louis blues from 2019, they made a coaching change. There's not going to be a coaching change. They made a goaltending change. There's not going to be a goaltending change. Unless if you want to put the asterisk up of, Hey, uh, uh, place a and more, and, I mean, you only got to burn out Sorokin. And, by the way, this isn't a video game. I keep talking about this with Sisterkin on the Rangers. You got to worry about his conditioning. And I don't care about what you did in the KHL. You got to be able to play, if you want to win a cup, 80 games. Yeah. And You're that's right. not easy to do. You
1: got to be, I mean, be you- starting 60 in the regular season, and then you got another 20 or so um, after that. I mean, so you got, yeah. you got to be, you got
0: to be ready. And even if it's 50, you're still looking at 70. And y- yeah. yes, there's a three-week layoff in, f- in February for all these guys. But then they're going to get their bodies tested in March. And I've said before, even with the Islanders currently constructed the way they were, I did not like their March schedule more than I liked their 13-game road trip to open up the season. And that's a couple you know times what? where you, you, you got to get worried.
1: I I, they, there's got to be worry to a point. I will say if I'm going to look last half full, glass half full, that break can help them. They're an older yep. team. They might need the break. They're one of the oldest teams in the league. Um, They need to make a move though. And they, I, I would, if I'm them, I, I if I'm Lou, I got to be making a move before that, that Olympic break, because it's going to, if it gets to a point where they're too far out of it, and come the deadline and they're way too far out of it, then what's the point of making the move then at that point? You're not going to make the playoffs, No matter yep. unless you're bringing in Connor McDavid, which is not happening. But um, they got to make a move sooner than later from the Islanders. Uh, so. And I talked
0: about this on the Mark NHL Snipes uh, broadcast on Tuesday, but they're two teams with different goals this year. If the Rangers don't win the cup, Oh well, that's that's not the problem. Islanders have to win, have to challenge for the cup this year. Yeah, so, that window is closing. It, it yeah, if and it's only going to be held o- open about as long as Sorokin's going to let it, especially when they don't exactly have explosiveness and you when uh, Voltron isn't fully formed and it's not, it has not been this season. Uh, they've ever since they got rid of Nick Letty. Okay, great, everybody got their wish. Who'd you replace him with? Uh, then Jordan Everly, everybody got their wish. Who'd you replace him with? I don't I mean, know if Oliver Wallstrom. wish,
1: but I mean, it was just like, oh, we we, we think that Oliver Wallstrom can replace Jordan Everly right now. That hasn't happened
0: at all. Right. Either because uh, they're just not putting him up on the first line or, or what? You, you got to do something because that I first line has not looked very good. That, yeah. I mean, do you know who's got more goals this year? Jacob Truba versus uh, Matt Barzell. It's Jacob Truba. Yeah. That's that's not a I'm good kidding. thing. And there are more Islanders that have less goals than Michael Delzato. Say that one out loud.
1: Kevin Rooney has more than the entire, and then the Islanders' supposed fourth identity line or whatever you want. Yeah. Call it,
0: so. so, I mean, it, it, and we're not trying to shit on the Islanders at all. We're just trying yeah. to get, get everybody realize it's getting late early out there. They got to yeah. fix that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I said that. Oh my god, I yeah. said that.
0: Well, because it's. I think, it was the film, uh, yeah. I think it was
1: one of the Good, Bad, and Ugly posts that I said that. No, I you did. It was
0: on your last Good, Bad, and Ugly. Okay, uh, yeah. I know. Yeah, I, I watched. I, like,
1: I knew I used a yogiism somewhere.
0: <laughs> it is a yogiism that definitely is the yogiism. Uh, but all right, guys, do you think we're completely wrong about the New York Islanders, or is there um? Is there a lot more hope than what we think? Throw it all down in the comments below. And uh, part of the problem is you get to the point of, to quote Bill Parcells, you are what your record says it is. And that's what's coming. But by the way, folks, we did have full footage from the Islanders uh, of Brass. They met up. And this was them discussing how their season is probably going to go. There's no way I can lose this bet. Unless, of course, my nine all-stars fall victim to nine separate misfortunes and are unable to play tomorrow, but that will never happen. Three misfortunes, that's possible. Seven misfortunes, there's an outside chance. But nine misfortunes, I'd like to see that. And you got that. That's what you got, Mr. Birds. All right, but, and the worst part is, we did this because we want to talk about the Islanders and the Rangers on this broadcast, and the Islanders are not cooperating get better please so all right but we're gonna go into bar talk right now thanks everybody for joining and don't I, forget i just had to get that to comment
1: me. in because brody gave you some uh some daps for your uh, <laughs> for your editing yeah
0: I, I kind of whipped that one up quick so i, I just kind of left it you did literally that. right
1: before we got on we were talking he's like oh i got one I was like, yeah.
0: oh, Okay. <laughs> all right here we go i'm gonna take a shot on
1: this one you're gonna see beer
0: I'm buying everybody around on this. Oh, my God. Welcome back, everybody, to once again, Big Apple Hockey Bar Talk, where we are gauging our confidence based on NHL topics, based on our choice to drink. Are you so confident you're buying everybody around? Or are you, like, so just, oh, I'll just take a shot, please. Or are you thinking, eh? I'll just do a beer. It's all right. So, and uh, by the way, as you noticed uh, him checking himself out just right there, Philk has lost. I have a neck. A, a lot of weight. I have a neck. <laughs> yes. We're going to have to update some of your um your editorial profile pictures. So, got to get that. Philk. this one, I believe, is one of yours because I think it was probably asked in one of the good, bad, the uglies. But Chris Kreider will score 40 goals this season. Go. Yep.
1: I'm going to make you a little happy right now, and I'm going to buy a beer because I don't know if 40 is something that he's going to be consistent enough to do. He's played more consistently this year. Um, last night was not a good game for him. The, the few games beforehand, he was, the, he didn't score, but you know he was still playing well away from the puck. Um, last, last night, not so much, but – uh, thirty, he's got to do it. If he if he does not score thirty, I am going to let you have it at the end of the year. <laughs> oh, you are getting it at the end of the year if he does not score thirty. I'm just letting you know that right now.
0: So I'm going with a beer here. All right, barring injury, he's scoring thirty. That's an easy one. However, when <laughs> still, you know what, you know what, there's plenty of room in that fan club. So I don't, I don't mind. But I do have to say this. Um. I'm gonna go beer. The only reason why is because he does get injuries. And sometimes when you're playing that style, I've I said this in defense of him. Now I have to say it to attack him a little bit. When you play the style that he does, usually without the puck, it's something that you know if the puck's not finding you, or if you're not getting your deflections, or if you're not getting rebounds from the goalie it's hard to to make a difference however he's played better this year he's hasn't gone more than two games without a goal and uh if he even tracked that he's he's getting 30. is asking for a little bit much but i still think he might i i actually like rich's confidence on that but i i wouldn't exactly do that right now okay. um so i would love to see it, right. it happen though
1: let's look at it from a numbers perspective then the rangers have played 25 games so that means that there's another what uh 47 for them to uh, um am i um, am I well off they my played 25 game? games 25 games
0: uh no 25 so, no. games okay so that's uh 82 no yeah, like I, I 58 games apparently. remaining 57
1: 57 sorry 57, not 47, because Phil's great at math, obviously. Not. (laughs) Um, But 57 games to get another 23 goals. Uh, He could do that. That's more than possible. That's a goal. That's a goal just on, or that's not even a goal every other game. So. And the funny
0: thing is, when you really think about him, though, is this really a Chris Crowder hot streak season? I don't he's know. Chipped the goal in. He's he's looked good, I thought, for, for the most part, every single game. Um, I know, I know, I know. But, again, president of the fan club. But uh, he, he's been consistent, and you know, he keeps up this play, you know, maybe 40s in the in the books. I, I, I'm just not ready to say that yet. And if I'm not ready, that says something. Because, after all, uh, Timmy Kerkostas, my former teammate, was one of the guys that told me this guy is going to be a real good player. And he then, by the way, he was also, I believe, Shane Bears coach. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we talk about the head shaving and and I'm like, I can't bet Phil uh, to shave his head because it it, it just he's already done it. So it's like, all right. So uh, but all all of us having Mohawks, maybe for one day (laughs) that could work. Speaking about the Mohawk and we miss him dearly today, but uh Lou Amarillo will make an early trade to improve the New York Islanders. I am going to uh I'm going to start it off and I'm going to say shot. I don't think Lou has either the assets or the or the urge to sell off things in the future to try to get the the Islanders better right now. I don't I don't think it's happening.
1: I'm going to have to buy a beer because in order for him to do this, uh, it means that he would likely have to overpay for an asset. And Lou does not like to overpay for assets, as you've seen. He's pulled off some fairly decent deadline deals for them, getting players for cheap, like when he got Palmieri and Zajac for the little that he got them for at last season's deadline. Um, I'm only going to say beer because, like I said, I just... I don't know if he will. I he has to though, if he wants to get this team back into contention sooner than later. And for me, like I said, there's what a give or take fifty-five games. We'll just say just for around a nice round number. Uh, if, if you if they don't get some serious ground on these other teams, like I said, by the end of this month, maybe the middle part of next month. You know, let's just say in the next 30 days, they're going to have to make that move because it, they, they're not going to be able to do it then without some sort of help. So
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm- and and also, where's the help coming from? Could they be in on Phil Kessel?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know if Phil Kessel really helps them all that. Well, uh, I mean, he could, but uh, I think their problems are a little deeper-seated.
0: Realistically I, I think- speaking, do you think Vlad Tarasenko gets moved?
1: I don't know because St. Louis, he's playing well in St. Louis. He's on pace for like thirty something goals and seventy points, and yeah,
0: uh, like they well. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't move him either. So when you look around your options aren't great, and it's it's starting, it it just keeps getting later and later for this team. You're, you're I, also just like also, I also don't know what assets besides their first round pick and their second round pick they got to give.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Bo, Bodie Wild's value is pretty much tanked after what happened with him. Um, yeah. Goloshev, is he really that much of a needle mover as a prospect? I would probably the say
0: KHL that. free agent that they got. Yeah, no, it's I
1: I, I just I don't I don't think that the uh, I I, I mean, really Kiefer, don't think that there's a lot of assets for them to move.
0: Right, Keeper Bell scored and um, Keeper Bellows
1: doesn't have a lot of value right now. He doesn't he, have he's a lot. This close to being a bust completely.
0: So. Yeah, which it still shocks me, like, because I, I, I see him score a lot for for that team whenever he's on there. I, I can't ever put it into perspective why he's he's just stalled as a New York Islander. But anyway, so we're going to move on. And um, by the way, once again, guys, don't forget to leave a comment below, like, share yeah, and subscribe. Sure. And uh, we have some new coaches in the NHL this week. So first, we'll start with the Pittsburgh, oh sorry, not the Pittsburgh. the Philadelphia Flyers. Mike Yo will lead the Flyers to the playoffs. Phil, do you want to say shot first? Or do you want me to say shot first? I'm gonna say beer. really?
1: We, we, uh, you know what? if there's one team that I can see getting their act together because of it uh, and 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 with a change up in things, if Mike Yo changes some things up and really gets through to him, because look at the teams ahead of him. Do you think Columbus and New Jersey are better teams than Philadelphia? I I personally don't. I don't I don't see Detroit lasting unless Moritz Sider is really here and Lucas Raymond does not hit some sort of rookie wall. I, I, that's another thing. Um Just Pittsburgh, I I think, is here to stay. I don't think they're going anywhere. I think they're only going to get better. But Philadelphia, I think Philadelphia is better than all the teams below them right now. And maybe if the Islanders really get their their act together, they could be better. But uh, if Philadelphia can make a run, I I think they end up falling just, just short. But I I think they could make a run. So I'm going to say beer.
0: Okay, I'm going to say shot right away. Cause I've alluded to that. I was going to wait to say shot. Yeah. They need to play above the Islanders. As far as winning percentage goes, they don't have the goaltending. They don't have the defense. None of the moves that they made to improve in the offseason have worked. They've gotten worse and injuries have kind of hit them. They might get hot. They might make a run. Every team makes a run. Come on. That's professional sports This is what happens. Every team makes a run, but the, the, this team is closer to looking at Shane Wright than anything else. It's... No,
1: they're not going to get into that conversation. They're no. just too many teams below them. If if they get Shane Wright, then everybody's going to cry about that draft lottery needing a serious change because yeah. they're, they're not going to be close to that. But I, I, I do agree with you. The moves that they made, Rasmus Ristolainen, dumpster nope. fire defensively. Keith Yandel, another bad defensive defenseman. Ryan Ellis, okay, but he's been hurt.
0: And he hasn't played.
1: And he hasn't played. So, I mean, Ellis coming back would help. But it, it, how much of this is just the fact that they brought in two guys that they really didn't need in terms of defense?
0: Here's the other thing. When you think about Keith Gandel and Rasmus Ristolainen, does that scream out Flyers hockey? Uh, no, not at all. Especially not when at you're all.
1: coming you're coming from the days of the Broad Street bullies and the Legion of Doom? Nope.
0: Nope. Nope. So I mean I don't think I don't think that the I just I don't even see them
1: I don't even that that's even a far cry from the days of uh Mike Richards and Jeff Carter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I mean wow. I that's no, no. And I know I left the angry shot guy up there. I didn't I always say it every week. I gotta make him bigger, but still. No, that that's is a not lead. Yeah. Fits right there. Uh, all right. Well, I, I then I need to move him up a little bit more. But going to the other way, uh now by the way, we all I think this team is going to improve the one that we're about to talk about. But Bruce Boudreaux will lead the Canucks to the playoffs. Now, finally the Canucks cleaned house, Jim Benning gone. Um, and I think they just named Jim Rutherford GM today. So, but you get you get Bruce Boudreau. His teams are always great; they're always good. And on uh, on NHL Snipes that I did Tuesday, the first show of that that I ever did, I mentioned and compared him to Marty Schottenheimer. And yeah, it's still pretty close. Actually, Phil, I'll put up one of those graphics I got for you, where it's um, it's right here. It was a uh, Bruce Boudreau's Marty uh, hockey's Marty Schottenheimer. This was Boudreaux's winning percentage. This was Schottenheimer's winning percentage. And this is their playoff winning percentage.
1: Yeah, and that's another thing because Bruce Boudreaux is a guy that can fix your offense. He can fix your offense. He can fix your power play. But he just does not get how to handle defense. And that Canucks defense court is really not that good. I mean, Quinn Hughes is, is your prototypical offensive defenseman who is not great in his own zone. And then they bring in Oliver Ekman Larson for whatever god awful reason to, to be a minutes eater for them. Like, I that still don't understand. No that one. sense to me. I don't either. understand
0: that one. If and that was just to, to get um, Connor Garland on the team, okay.
1: It, uh, 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 yeah, I, I would have backed out of that because you just took on a, a terrible contract that you're not going to get out of because Oliver Ekman Larson's best days are obviously past him, but you already have a guy that's a power play guy, Quinn Hughes, and he's better than Ekman Larson at that at that point. So, I mean, their defense is really not good, but I I definitely think that their offense will will turn it up. Guys like Elias Pettersson who are not playing well will start to play better. Brock Besser, I think, will start to play better as well. Uh, you know what? A coaching change is always like a kick in the ass. But it, it's, to well, me – Well, a
0: coaching change to a good coach that gets results. Yeah. That is even better. Uh, yeah. So. Oh, oh, so wait. Did we say beer on that one?
1: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm saying beer. I, I just – even if they make it, I don't know how far they go. May- they're probably a first-round exit if they do, depending on who they draw. So,
0: I'm actually going to leave it with beer, too, because uh, the West is a little bit weaker. And there's a chance for them to do something. And I believe in Bruce Boudreaux. I did not believe in Mike Yo, who's on mm-hmm. his third coaching stint. But um, And thank you, by the way, John.
1: We appreciate that. John, man. thank you.
0: Always great. Always thank- generous to us. Yeah. Thank you, man. And it's, it's just great having you guys. First off, it's a great having you guys watch us. Yes. Um, but it's, it's even better when you contribute. I have no idea where that burp just came from. So the um, yeah. But again, looking at Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux, you're going to get better out of your stars. I mean, look, just look at what he did with so many of his stars, uh, whether it's Backstrom, Ovechkin, uh, Getzloff. Getzloff, Perry. Yeah. Uh, he had Mika Koivu playing well in Minnesota, and Zach Parise, and all these other guys. Just, I
1: believe it was him. He was there when uh Mark Stahl had, or, or not Mark Stahl. Eric Stahl had Eric his Stahl, resurgence, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. He helped get it back, and it's just he his teams just can't win in the playoffs. Yep. I, I I can't explain that, and I wish him all the success success in the world. I would dare you guys. Find somebody out there that doesn't like Bruce Boudreau.
1: Yeah, he's a good guy. He really is a a very good guy. So I, I can't,
2: yeah.
1: I can't say like personally, I have no problems with him. He's just he's one of those. Guys just it's not gonna get the job done. It's not like Elaine Vigneault who takes no accountability, for the teams yeah. losses, and just doesn't do anything. Like you know that that's a different story. But Bruce Bruce Boudreau, good
0: dude yeah yeah he's, he's one of those guys that you would love to just sit down and have a beer with um going to um, just
1: real quick because Mike is asking us a question Mike well uh I know I've seen you in here before and on the Facebook group so welcome to the show but um there is a dollar sign at the bottom of the thing there and if you you click on that it will take you right through it if you want to contribute and and by the way thank you very much we we definitely appreciate that so just one. And to by the way guys there. once
0: again we are growing both as a station we're four people away from 2000, uh, 2000 subscribers we're growing as a, as as a channel and it's all thanks to you guys uh we put a uh, John and I put a lot of hard work so does Anthony obviously yeah. uh, so let me correct that sentence now one more time we all, all three of us work. put in a lot of work on this and uh, we're coming up with ways to get you guys more content because we want to actually keep producing content. And uh, we're, we're getting there as as a company. This is the first channel that we got. And we're going to have more channels down the line. But this is our passion. This is our focus. And this is what we're starting with. So, again, thank thank you uh, on that. We're going to go north of the border because there was another change in management that happened last week. Jeff Gorton is the... GM or director of hockey operations for the Canadians. So I asked this question because there's been Carey Price rumors out there, Phil. Carey Price ain't going anywhere.
1: there are people uh, that can want to I, say, can, oh, can I, I line up move Price. Shots for everybody on this one. Or, 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 <laughs> oh, oh no. Won't be going anybody. Yeah. Round. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm buying a round of shots in this case because it's he's not going anywhere stop Montreal is not retaining 50% on him they're not going to do that it's not going to happen he's still a very good starter not an elite starter anymore but he's a more than good enough starter and there's no team that's going to sit there and eat five million of a contract for, let's see, how many years did he have left on his deal? I believe he has like um, I'm on years. it
0: right now. I believe he still has like four or five years on that contract at $10.5 million. Even if they would say, hey, can they eat? Yes.
1: He has another
0: four years left on that contract.
1: And he has a no movement clause. He's not going anywhere. It's $10.5 million. You would have to eat, what, 5.75 million if you're Montreal? There's no way. And yeah. this, Diane's right. He's And he's a little overrated at this point, too, Diane. You're right about that. But that, that contract is horrible. Not only that, but let's take a look at his age. He's 34. 34. He's turning 35 in November. Who's going to give him 5 million, 5.75, almost 6 million until he's 40? Rangers fans were bad enough with Henrik Lundqvist getting 8.75 until he was 38.
0: Yeah, and I looked at the Rangers contract and uh, the Carey Price contract and said, did they not learn anything from the Rangers? Here's another thing we're going to learn from the Rangers. First up, by the way, I'm buying everybody around on this. I don't know if I could be a little bit more uh, enthusiastic about that one. Um, one of the places that one of the videos that covered that uh, guy who does a, a good channel of his own, Nathan Gravity. Uh, he he was covering it, and one of the comments that I actually joined in to say is, did Jeff Gordon move Henrik Lundqvist's contract? Nope. Never did. Never did. Because, again, let me set up the scenario. You need a team that's willing to take on, and it, let's say, reasonably speaking, $7 million of a salary. Now, give me a package. That he's going to say, I'm going to go, for, well, first of all, give me a team that Carey Price says I'm going to go to. We know he waived it for Seattle, but he also knew they weren't going to take him. And uh, so now give me the package that's going to get Carey Price, your franchise goaltender that is the greatest uh, player of all time, according to the NHL press in Canada. So, Because uh, I will never forgive them. For putting him on the NHL top 100 of all time, sorry, he never played a Stanley Cup Finals game but the last year. And the only reason why they did it last that they did it last year is because basically it was set up for a Canadian team to make the Stanley Cup Finals. So let's get through that. And, and by the way, Toronto, you still couldn't beat them. So Toronto had them on the ropes
1: too when they lost that series. Yeah, yeah, series.
0: exactly. And so all right, so let's get through that. And I'm not attacking Carey Price. but He's another great hockey person. That if he was a New York Ranger, I would have loved him, especially with all the charities and all the work that he's done. Now, tell me where he's going. You think he's just going to go, all right, send me to Colorado. Great. Colorado's going to have him and Darcy Kemper. And Darcy Kemper's contract is expiring at the end of the year. So they're going to have $11 million on their books. Now, granted, yes, it's towards the end of the season. So whatever. Who cares? So so he goes to Colorado. Where, Where else could he go? Colorado doesn't have the cap
1: space. They're only one million away from the cap,
0: exactly. And so,
1: they have two. guys. you. Got to remember they they have Pablo Franco on LTIR and Stefan Matos. So that's two point seven five million. That's on LTIR, and, and he's on a conditioning stint right now, Franco. So, so and, I, I mean, and while they, you're at it, bring
0: up bring up the Edmonton Oilers.
1: Oh, oh yeah, that's a, that's another one that uh, you know people talk about. It makes a lot of sense from the need, but I mean they have seven. Or they they're using seven million in, in, in LTIR space. They don't have cap space. Cody's now- is non-rostered right now. Duncan Keith and Slater Cuckoo on our injury reserve. Then on LTIR you have Oscar Clefbaum at four point one six seven million. Mm-hmm. Mike Smith at two point two million. Josh Archibald at 1.5 million and Alex Stalock, another goaltender. Funny enough, how two of these guys on here are goaltenders themselves at seven at 785k for a total of 8,652,000 uh, $8, so,
0: Which that's not going to be enough to get them. And if you ever get a team that wants to retain money, they're going to say, "Okay, well that price is going up." No pun intended, right here. So, how does Edmonton get them? What prospects are they trading? What 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 this? I don't and, think
1: the return for Price would have to be major at this point. I, I uh, he's really got done. four
0: years locked up. Yeah, he, absolutely, he, he, it I, better be good. Because the last thing, the last thing I'm going to mention with this is, you have to be the GM that stands in front of the Canadian press, or the Canadian fans, and say, "I traded Carey Price." Yeah, I get that,
1: and I I understand what you're saying, kind of like how you have to be the GM that says you traded Patrick Waugh and that turned around and helped Colorado win two Stanley Cups. I get that. But at the same time, what you're not factoring in is that he's heading – he's clearly in the back nine of his career. Not only that, but he's got a terrible contract. And if you can say that you traded him and you got out of that contract because you weren't going to win another with him. You weren't going to win one with him. Sorry, you're not. Montreal's not close. Montreal's not winning. They're not close.
0: Not without so, gimmicks.
1: You know, it, it's a little different this time around. You don't have to be the general manager this, that, that, that says, I traded character price. That, that doesn't nearly apply here as much as you think. So Yeah. Um, so. And and this, this comment from David right here, perfect comment. If you've seen the fans and the way they've talked about him lately, most would be more than okay with getting rid of that contract. So I don't think there would be the backlash this time around, like there was when Wah was traded. So.
0: Right, but on the other hand, still, what's the deal that's going to, because then all the fans, all these fans that are saying, oh, well, I, I want to give them a chance to go win a Stanley Cup. They're also the same fans that are going to say that they got fleeced in about another year. Like, okay, but yeah, we're, yeah, we're, people are going
1: to be fickle. You're right. You're right. But right. It, so it, it, it's, but at the same time, like, who's giving up what for Carey Price? There's not goaltending markets are so hard to predict and you're usually never as good as fans think in the first place. So I I don't see any team giving up really a lot for carry price. And and, uh, honestly, I I think it's going to be maybe a couple of mid-level prospects and maybe um, maybe roster player, uh, Oh, like a mediocre roster player. I don't know, but it's not going to be Steve,
0: a lot. Steve, Steven broke it down with me on Tuesday. He he popped on the show for a little bit and it was all right. Well, you don't really need an elite level goalie to win a Stanley cup. You just need a good no. one. Jordan
1: Biddington
0: won a Stanley cup. Jo- yeah. Jordan Biddington won a Stanley hey. cup as a rookie. And the other thing is I think until Vasilevsky, no Vesna trophy winner won a Stanley cup other than 10 Thomas in the salary cap era.
1: Bill Ranford
0: won a Stanley Cup. Yeah,
1: remember that as a starter and won a Conn Smythe. Bill Ranford.
0: By the way, also clarifying that statement, guys went on after to win a Stanley Cup with a Vesna, although Tuka Rask he technically won his Stanley Cup. Uh, he or they won a Vesna after winning a cup. uh Tuka Rask technically was the backup for Tim that Thomas. Was, yeah, but it's guys just. You don't need Carey Price on your team. So, again, I'm going to say, with that money, that contract, and all the other uh, things that are on there, and Jeff Gordon never moved a similar situation with less money with Henrik Lundqvist. So, yeah, no. An-
1: An- An- Jess Ward, uh, uh, just with Je- Diane with Cam Ward, and then Antti Niemi winning a cup. Like, are you, like, these are some of the goaltenders that have won.
0: Right. And you know what? It's... It's just where the facts is. You know, you don't you don't need a Vesna trophy winning goalie anymore, which is still something that I I have trouble getting past. I do have trouble getting past. I I've, if you're telling me you uh, I'd rather have Henrik Lundqvist in net instead of uh, Anthony Yammy any single day of the week, but whatever. So we're gonna finally move on to the Minnesota Wilder for real. Philk.
1: I'm gonna say they are. Um I'm buying around on this. Um, this team just seems to be fitting they're firing on all cylinders i mean if, if you look up and down their lineup right now uh they've got some guys that are scoring like that are really kind of playing at a at a higher level than expected i don't want to say playing over their heads but if you look at their their scoring their scoring is coming from a whole bunch of guys uh, i mean obviously kirill kaprizov is at over a point per game, he, he's taken that next step. 30 points in only 25 games. He is elite. He is just an elite player. Ryan Hartman has 13 goals and 21 points in 25 games. Who saw that? Matt Zuccaro, yeah. a point per game. Uh, one of the best stretches of his career. Marcus Foligno has 11 goals and 17 points. Joel Erickson Eck, who I'm actually a big fan of. I think he's one of the better players yeah. in the entire league. 10 goals, 17 points, 25 games. Alex Goligosky, where did you come from, sir? I thought <laughs> you were dead because two goals and 16 points in 22 games is actually really good for a 36-year-old defender. I mean, the one guy that's really underachieving or two guys, when you think about it, probably Kevin Fiala, 15 points in 25 games, not good enough for him. And mm-hmm. Navi Dumba, 13 points in 25 games. So,
0: And those are two guys that I think the Wild could possibly move and – improve their team so there's that and there's also I, I gotta i gotta buy everybody around on this one too yeah i think they're gonna be for real it's down to in my opinion it's gonna be them and colorado uh battling it out for the division uh, i know st louis might have something to say about it goal differential plus 24 they're 8-1-1 and in their last 10 they 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 score goals they have 96 they defend well they only allowed 72 this they're there for real and you know um first off thank you mike and also uh it was also good to meet you in person too so um there's it's this this is this team is really going to be there and i you know what i talk about everybody's whipping boy or my whipping boy in particular Cam talbot has played pretty well this year yeah um yeah, he's 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 holding them in, and you know what? That's where Kakinen is. Uh, uh, Kapo Kakinen. the the yes. other goalie, he's played pretty pretty well too. It's just there. I I got to hand it to Cam Talbot though. Uh, I I think he's 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 having a solid year. Can Talbot, he? Nine nineteen really...
1: save percentage, two six two goals against, uh, fourteen and five. I mean that that's pretty good. Kackinen's save percentage is low at an eight ninety five, and his goals against is a little high at two eighty seven. But He's winning games for them. And sometimes, you know what? I always think about someone like Jack Morris in baseball. Yeah. Like, pitch is good enough to win that game. If if, if Minnesota Andy gets good enough performance from Kakanen to win them games as a backup, you take that and you run.
0: Right. And you know what? And he's not going to have an 895 save percentage forever. No, um, no, no. Like, <laughs> I think he's better than that. I made, I made the joke that... For Alexander Georgiev, because when when he came in last week for Sisterkin, I think his save percentage was 838 or was it 858? It was something like that, really low. It was like 878
1: like, or something like that. It, it was, it, really was it was, it was
0: disgustingly it was low. On, and I just looked at somebody at the bar and said, in order to have a, a save percentage that bad, you have to be dodging shots. So it's
1: yeah.
2: like, oh, Frick- wait,
0: where's the
1: but, but look, no. at, but look at what Alexander Georgiev's save percentage is now, and you, you, you're you're going to be like, okay, like I get it, like that's that's what happens when, you know, you're you're in net and you're starting to get the load, and then all of a sudden, boom, because I mean his yeah. save percentage now is a nine ten, just look at that nine ten now if it was like an eight seventy eight.
0: Yeah. So again, that's that's and that's what the Rangers need from him. I'm still not thinking Georgiev is one A. So no. No nobody is gonna be saying no. that anymore. But no, you know what? Uh after watching adahosko last night, that poor kid. It's, you know, again, it's could could also, by the way, can the Rangers not tell a kid, oh, your first start's gonna be against the Colorado Avalanche. Oh, thanks.
1: Uh well, you know, who, you, know who the the you know who was the last kid. You know who the last kid to have his first start against Colorado, right?
0: Uh and he let in two goals on his first two shots. Yes, I was at did. that game. Tyson Jost. And then, uh, wait! Stop me if you heard this one. A Brady Shea giveaway led to Nate, Nate McKinnon Nathan putting McKinnon. the second puck past Igor and yep. the Rangers would go on to win that game. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. I so I, I I was at that game, and I was thinking to myself, two years to the day uh, that I was I was there, and Oof. only one section over though. Too. All right. So. We still actually got a lot to cover today, and then we still have our Q&A with you guys too because Philk and I have got to react to this play. (laughs) And if you guys haven't seen it, and maybe in the comments already, you're already going nuts. But Massapequa's own Sonny Milano was part of one of the best goals we've seen in years, and I got it for you right here. Let's just get that on up. And... You're gonna see Zegers pop the puck over, and it's batted <laughs> in by Milano. That's, that's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And and the funny my part is by listening there. listening to Zegers talk about it.
1: And, oh, you did you see the interview with with him and, and gross when he talked to John gross about it? No,
0: I have not yet.
1: Oh my god, it was great um so he gets on and and he's like, butchie's like oh trevor can you hear me can you hear me and he's like oh butchie he's like i i saw you at uh timmy's timmy hortons and he's like i saw you uh, a house and a couple uh donuts some boston creams there so i i actually i took the quote tweet because butcher cross posted the interview on his twitter and i was like Boston cream Bucci rolls off the tongue pretty easily, doesn't it? Butcher Gross? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a comment from he sometimes comments back, but uh I mean, what a call. Oh my now, God. the one thing we
0: gotta review about it, and the best part about it is uh Marty Biron <laughs> w- reviewed it for us. Idea. If you watch the play, Milano actually hits the puck above the crossbar but because he's batting it it the, the stick carries over uh, below the crossbar and I I mess it up I didn't go back far enough he goes he hits it above the crossbar and then it the puck releases off it off the stick below the crossbar so it wouldn't have been a good goal if he stayed level but that's amazing that's that that that's amazing and and oh. my buddy Sal oh, really? who's who's friends with Sonny uh I I gotta say just I got to make sure he forwards this clip. That was so unbelievable. And it was great hearing um, uh, Zegris tell the story. He's behind the net and you heard somebody say uh, you heard, I think it was Raquel or maybe it was Sonny that said Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. And he just, he, he just flipped it right over the net. I remember watching in the nineties, Anatoly Seminov tried that on Glenn Healy and just couldn't get it. Was that was
1: fly. that when he was with the Ducks? Anatoly Seven? No,
0: when he was with the Flyers.
1: Oh, the Flyers. Oh, yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. But but so so right now, right now, Philk, is that the goal of the year? Wow. I, I I just think
1: that's a ridiculous play. That's so hard to do. I would have to say yes. I I really would, and, and I know that. Oh. You just don't want to say that Connor McDavid's goal against the Rangers is goal of the year. Uh, Hi, I'm the biggest McDavid (laughs) fanboy there is. So I, I, I don't, that's not going to apply to me, buddy. And, and
0: um, and also by the way, to he, Phil is the greatest McDavid fan, but uh, also I think the goal against Winnipeg was better than the one against the Rangers. That's close. He did it. He did it against, better players and not and Patrick Nemeth acting like a cone for the Rangers didn't help yeah. and Georgiev being completely confused and yeah, we we, um, we picked that goal apart from the Rangers end and also still gave credit to Connor McDavid that's what the amazing yeah, thing about that McDavid's, but this this was great can't say enough and how much it, i love it
1: and the reason why i'll say that it for me that it's over um is because of the fact that there are two different people that have to get open and have to get enough time to be able to do this and to make that work. And I know McDavid's one against four or five, whatever, but to be able to do that and then have the defender on him like Milano did and get the separation that he did for a short of a time to be able to bat that in is, is really, really hard. That's <laughs> not easy.
0: Um, yeah, by the way, once again, I do got to say this, uh, that McKinnon had a great one last night too. That was, that was good. But, um, uh, Crider could have been up there when he did yeah. the Michigan and the fact that he tried it says how much confidence he's playing with right now. Yeah, I can't say that enough. Patrick Demuth acting like a cone. I'm sure he was a cone. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, there's still, and again, Mike, you're right about that. The plenty of season left, the skill level, you know, Al, I gotta agree with that. the The skill level in this league is just so unbelievable now, and the fact that it, this went from something that happened first in '96. I remember I, I was with my family in Florida on vacation play, when Michigan. they did it in the Frozen Four. Um, and the, the other the other thing is that now it's becoming a skill that they're practicing and trying to do. And I I certainly hope the NHL doesn't try to outlaw it. Because that's what makes things interesting. If it's a skill, don't don't take away a skill. That's just the way I always kind of feel about yeah. that. Uh, but guys, that is going to be it for bar talk. So, what do you think, uh, Sonny Milano? Goal of the year, right there with Trevor Sigurs, the assist of the year. I mean, I always love it when you can talk about a great assist like that. Um, Me too. I'm a playmaker in real life, so yeah, yeah. Chris Kreider, is he going to get 40 goals? Uh, can Lou help out the Islanders? early before the trade deadline and uh Carey price to uh quote the man macho man randy savage you're going nowhere you're going nowhere Boats which by the, the way ready. uh very very enthusiastic for spider-man no way home since uh toby is likely going to be in that so i gotta always mention that one too guys thank you very much on that We, um, we were hoping to have all three of us together to do the power rankings, but instead I'm going to start the talking points and I will have, uh, I got to actually take off the ticker and the banner and I'm actually going to do my power rankings and Phil can call me an idiot in a moment. (laughs) well guys welcome back for our power rankings uh like i said we were hoping to have uh, mr Larocco finally be able to share his power rankings because anthony has not done it yet but uh and and it's actually kind of a good thing fortunately for anthony and every islander fan out there they're not at the bottom they're not the worst team in the metropolitan division because we are doing the metropolitan division power rankings and we're going to start with a team that is 0 8 and 2 in their last 10 the Philadelphia Flyers and the Flyers uh, they're just they've been abysmal absolutely horrid to watch they can't keep the puck out of their net they can't they they can't string together anything they looked just completely lost against the New Jersey Devils who were beating nobody lately yes. and that was just yesterday and um Oh, by the way, Philk, you know what? I'll save it for the devils when I ask, when I ask you that question. Yeah. So wh- um, where did that lead to? Elaine Vigneault was fired and they, they're getting closer to, to stripping that team down and recouping some assets. So I, I don't, I don't see a bright future for the Flyers right now going to, unfortunately the New York Islanders. Uh, they're there right now because let's face it. COVID hit injuries hit. Um, were they really playing at a high level right now no probably not uh, but and then the injuries and everything didn't help you looked at their last four games and you said this is going to be their 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 ticket back into it and they responded by going 1-0 oh, and 3 in the last couple games uh, so did the did the goal by noah dobson spark the team with 2.3 seconds remaining we're going to see i mean they got to win tonight they got to keep it going and I just don't see it happening right now. Going through to the Jersey Devils at number six. Phil, by the way, did you see them debut their new third jerseys? Jersey. Pant. Glove. Sock. Hats. Helmet. Helmet. <laughs> Glove. Like, how did somebody get that <laughs> past the design board where it's just... <laughs> I, and, and you know what? I understand why they did it. And I understand why everybody looked at it and said... That looks good, but nobody thought about that. Nobody thought about that double like
1: facepalm when the power of one facepalm is not enough.
0: <laughs> it's like, it, it's like if your last name was McGroin and you named your kid Pat, you don't think he's gonna get made fun of his entire life? All right, yeah, but the New Jersey funny. Devils they've kind of been sliding a lot too. They lost a shootout to the Ottawa Senators last week. Uh, there's they they at the beginning of this month things look promising when they beat the Florida Panthers right after the New York Rangers did but unfortunately lindy rough teams they just never like to play defense so um pretty sure that's never really the case the, the I would love to see them do better i don't think it's happening this year uh the Columbus Blue Jackets Columbus Blue Jackets have played pretty much 500 hockey they have a zero goal differential and they're kind of hanging in They're They're allowing a ton of goals, though. They're allowing um, right now. They're at. Sorry, everybody. They're allowing. Because I had this before. 80 goals. They've scored 80 goals. They've let in 80 goals. Yikes. Four and six in their last 10. So there you go. Going to another another team that's kind of lying, waiting in the weeds. Pittsburgh Penguins. So the Pittsburgh Penguins seven, two and one in their last 10. And they're starting to show uh, there. He might be challenging uh, and coming up to challenge for that top spot yet again, hopefully Tristan Jari makes the playoffs and then uh, bets on the other team. Cause that's clearly what he did last year against the New huh. York Islanders. Like I, I, again, he had the <laughs> perfect assist to Josh Bailey uh, for the game winner in game five. So, and, and remember, like I said, Tristan, no left arm, Jerry, So it's just
1: Pete Rose jarring.
0: Yeah. I mean, it must, (laughs) it's the only thing it could be, how do you have that good in numbers? And then he was, Oh, he was just God awful. Uh, Um, But right now he's making me look like a fool because his goals against the same percentage are great this year.
2: Tristan Carolina
0: hurricanes at number three, they're falling back to earth a little bit. And part of it is their goaltending. That's what part of their problem. Uh, They're five, four and one, I believe their last 10 and they're yeah. Five, four and one. And uh their mighty goal differential is shrinking. It's down to a plus seven now. And the that's that's not gonna last. Hopefully, Rob Moore gets better goaltending from the other guys. Now, this is where we're gonna have our controversy, and Phil will call me a, an idiot right then and there, but the New York Rangers at number two. I uh, they had a great month of hockey. Uh they're they're making a believer definitely out of me that they can compete and win this season never mind anything else uh maybe it's because i'm still thinking about that loss to the colorado that again i'm shrugging off as just hey it happens it's okay but i think the rangers are on the cusp of being number one on this list i just can't put them yet because the team i have at number one is the washington capitals once again peter laviolette uh, <laughs> I laviolette La has done such a great job once again for this team and he is just they got I always go to goal differential is one of my, my, my main statistics plus 27. And they are like, they, they're loaded on all their lines. They still haven't gotten back Nick Backstrom yet. We'll see about them in the playoffs. I talked about Tristan Jerry. Ilya Samsonov has got to do something about that as well. So, uh, hopefully that is how it will shake down. This was our, um, power rankings, only a month ago. As you see the way we had everything. Uh, but Philk, you would you had the New York Rangers as the number one spot for you. Go yeah, on.
1: That's what happens when you win seven games in a row. You, you win you win seven games and uh, again, there were some good teams in there. They've played great since that last Calgary ass whipping that they took, that six nothing loss in Calgary. So uh I mean they're playing really good hockey caps and Diane brings up a great point. caps have played more games so that's part of the reason why they're not in first place so um but uh it, it, it's it's uh, the capitals have been they've been consistent but they've been a little up and down yeah I mean, they've lost a couple of games in their last five six games and so Yeah, seven two uh, and I, one
0: as well in their their last 10.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm I'm taking I'm taking the Rangers over the Capitals right now. Philadelphia, I had to put them in last. I mean, in, in their last six games, they've gone 0 six, and they've been outscored by three goals in each of those six games. And fired oh. their coach. The Islanders finally snapped their losing streak. Um, the Devils really aren't beating a whole lot of people right now. They have one win, I think, in their last five, and they're. They're not really being anybody impressive except for Philly, which they shut out three nothing. Which uh,
0: yep, three five and first. two.
1: Um, and then, I mean, Columbus, Columbus is just kind of the Columbus. If you want to call them, if you want to call anything a side salad here, Columbus is like the side <laughs> salad of the of this division. Sorry, Stephen, but I'm taking it and I'm using it. So yeah, Columbus is the side salad of this division. Um. And then, can we call
0: can we call the Columbus Blue Jackets the uh complimentary bread of the NHL? <laughs> it's
1: fine. The compliment. All right, so the the Minnesota Wild are the side salad and the Columbus Blue Jackets are the complimentary bread of this division. So <laughs> uh yeah, you have you have a, b- a bunch of teams like that and then you you've got the Pittsburgh Penguins who are playing better. Um they beat up on Seattle recently. I'm not really impressed by that. Seattle's really nothing impressive. Uh, but uh, I mean, they're playing well overall. And, and, and then, uh, like I said, I I have, I have the Capitals at two because again, the the Rangers were just on a massive streak Uh and you know what you, you can bring up the whole competition quality competition thing, but the Rangers have beaten some good teams within that streak. So yeah, I'm, I'm giving it to the Rangers. I'm shrugging off last night's loss. And I, I'm saying, let's just move on to Buffalo. Burn the tape because they're not going to play like that again the rest of this season.
0: And and you know, Gerard Gallant is definitely going to have them ready to go for Buffalo. Uh, looking at this, looking at this power rankings though, and this is the thing that I need to kind of Red mention. Jerks. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, Red Lobster that those biscuits are all Cheddar Bay biscuits. Yeah. So, but I, I got to say this, and this is kind of what's making me think about the playoffs. Because you know what? We were doing this at the beginning of the year where we're talking about the New York Islanders possibly advancing out of this division. The only team that really, I think, gave the Rangers... There's two teams that gave the Rangers trouble so far this season playing against them. And uh, I'm not counting uh, Colorado last night. I'm counting yeah, Calgary, yeah. and I'm counting Toronto. Um, they beat the Toronto Rangers Toronto probably wouldn't beat. see Toronto anyway because you have to win around in the playoffs in order to to move on. Mm. Uh Again, Toronto Maple Leafs win a damn round. So it's huh. uh, looking at this the possible playoff matchups though. Are are you starting to get a little bit more confident that this team can make its way out of this bracket? I'm not fully
1: sold yet. Um, it, it, again, it depends on the draw. It depends on who they face. Um, do they make a deadline move? Do they do they grab someone? Do they do they do they go get Jared McCann? Do they get? If you told me that Dallas fell falls out of the race and they go and get Joe Pavelski, yeah, I'm ready to go to war at that point. As yeah. long as Patrick Nemeth is not playing any type of minutes for them in the playoffs, then yeah, I'm ready to go because I, I I could move Keandre Miller down to a third pair and have somebody play with Jacob Trouba on that second pair that could give me close to twenty minutes a night, and you get Joe Pavelski. Let's go, baby. I'm I'm pumped at that
0: point, but right uh, and th- those days are getting a little bit closer now.
1: Yeah, exactly for
0: Joe Pavelski, and asking for if you if you tell me, let's say Dryden Hunt gets injured, uh, because it, it, or his play just isn't as great as what we think it is, mm-hmm. uh, because he's kind of falling off just a little bit. But then you're looking at yeah, go get Joe Pavelski, put him on that wing for Stroman. uh. Stroman, no, for, um, for, for, for,
1: uh, for Panarin.
0: I can't believe for, I forgot it for our Or
1: You put him with Mika and Kreider.
0: There's another one. Yeah. And then you got Kako and Kako, uh, again, he's, he's starting to look good. And what I just hope out of last night, there's only one thing I want to do with that tape. I want to take the tape of last night's Perfect. game and give it to Capo Kako and say 96 on the other team. That's what we want. And Miko Rantanen looked fantastic last night.
1: I think Papo I Paco already knows that, though, because he spends his off-season training with Miko Rantanen. So I'm pretty yeah. sure that's, that's his goal.
0: Yeah. So, just again, saying. I know. That's just one of those things in the tape that we have. So, guys, that's it for the power rankings. Where would you actually make some changes? Putting the Rangers number one? Yeah. Moving the Islanders down or up? Or maybe even going with the blue jackets who we are, we will coin the phrase the complimentary bread of the nhl so <laughs> throw it all down in the comments below What's um, next? of course oh man although now i'm going to start saying that i have to go see a game in columbus because again the goal is for the mark on the road segments to go to every single arena and i hope that I, I i hope they forget about that one pretty quickly <laughs> all right uh phil do you have any um Any editorials or anything today? No, I don't have one. Okay. Oh, actually, we do have one thing left for you guys before we start the Q&A. And we are making Christmas wishes for NHL teams. So picture you're an NHL team. You're walking up, you sit on Santa's lap, and he just says, Have you been a good team this year? Well, uh, yeah, I would really like it if, and I'll start with this one. I would love it if the New York Rangers could win some damn face-offs. As I tweeted out on Tuesday night, I would love it if I could hear the words, Rangers win and face-off in the same sentence. And then somebody tweeted back, Rangers don't win the face-off. Oh, okay. Well, then you got me on that one. (laughs) 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 The arena and uh, i mean the take for take the chicago game chicago scored two goals both of them on face off plays and face-offs again uh as the quick good bad and ugly from that man in the other window it's just you know they they need a face-off guy that's what they that's what they need so if or unless filipito or the guys they want to get back to the face coach Go go get back to the face uh, the faceoff coach. They were winning 60% of faceoffs to start the season and in the preseason. You didn't just forget. So I'm going to get Yannick, uh, Yannick Perreault.
1: Yannick Perreault. Yeah,
0: Yannick Perreault. Get him down here right now. Get Craig
1: McTavish yeah. down. Get anybody.
0: Yeah. 44% on faceoffs is, is what they've been averaging. No, no, absolutely. Chris. Uh, it's Chris, Jesus. Christmas. <laughs> Phil, what's your first Christmas wish?
1: Well, for the New York Rangers, uh, I'm going to wish for somebody who can play defense much better than Patrick Friggin' Nemeth. <laughs> because Patrick Nemeth, you're getting cold for Christmas because you suck. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I just, just awful, awful, awful all around. Uh, his play is bad. He he handles the puck like a hot potato. He is the definition of a yesteryear puck whacking defenseman. He would have been good in 1998 or 99 or 2000 where the defense was played by whack the damn puck out of the zone because, you know, possession wasn't really a thing for anybody other than Detroit at that time.
2: Mm. But
1: you know what? You, he's just, he's, he's just, he sucks. He sucks and he's making 2.5 million. And oh my God, just somebody just get an upgrade over him or even get a top four defenseman to move Keandra Miller down to the third pair. And, and this team is just so much better. So, um, yeah, I, I, I like Sean's Christmas wish because I'll I'll use a bunch of weapons on Nemeth and just make sure he <laughs> then. So.
0: You think uh, one reason why they got Jared Tenorti on this team was so that way if Patrick Nemeth kind of looked over and went, what are you, you going to do, play Tenorti? No, no, we're not doing that. All right, yeah, we'll, we'll stick with you.
1: But, so, but but why did Chris Jury think that we needed more than one traffic cone on the team?
0: I don't know. And uh, again, I speak about people that made perfect passes. The last time Jared Tenorni was on the ice, he made that excellent drop pass to Ta- to Tage Thompson. So it was, um, it was a thing of, well, just made me want to vomit. Uh, let's, let's think about what the Islanders could use for Christmas. And I, uh, I'm gonna say they they need vitamin C. They need lots of vitamin C. Keep COVID away from that team. And um you know, but on top of it, what they really need is they need um, a defenseman to replace Zid uh, not necessarily Zadeo Char, but be in their top right. six to play with Scott Mayfield. They they're they're splitting up Pelic and and it's just not working. And that's actually leading to more problems for them. You split up one of the best uh, defensive pairings in the league, and then while you're at it, get some goal scoring. That's what that's what they need. They 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 have ten players on their team have a goal on the season. Six of them have two or more, or sorry, seven. but Pajot just joined them, so they need goal scoring, and they need it in bunches. Zach Parise still goose egg on the season. There ain't going to be 20 goals coming out of them out of nowhere. No, so, no. Yeah. Filk. Uh,
1: the Islanders would want a win in UBS for a, quiz, a Christmas gift. Um, I, I was going to say either the goal scorer or the defenseman, and you took them both because you're greedy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to be greedy there. But, um, yeah. Take the goal scorer then the win at UBS would really help more than I think than anything right now uh, for them because they need to get a win in front of those home fans and start really getting what you would call home ice advantage because uh, they really don't have that right now. Um, the crowds have been good there, but it just the the product on the ice just has not been good and they need a win on, on home ice more than anything right now.
0: So do they get it tonight?
1: I, I'm gonna say no. I, I I just don't think that they're they're there yet. Ottawa was a bad team. Nashville is a marked improvement over them, significant one. Um, and I, I just I have a I have a feeling that Roman Yossi is gonna have himself a night. So um, I'm gonna say no there.
0: You know what the nickname is for uh, UBS Arena right now, right? Fort Neverwin. win. For, yeah, I know. I've seen that. Um, going <laughs> I know. On. I made it. <laughs> Ranger,
1: Ranger, Ranger fans, not even just you, but I've seen other Ranger fans use that nickname.
0: Right yeah, now. it's that's that's one of those moments where I go, it's good to have all things Rangers to make snide remarks like that. Still, um, going around the league, I would say Connor McDavid is asking for a goaltender for Christmas. Oh yeah, Miko Koskinen is not the answer for them, and neither is Mike Smith when he comes back. Do you you know don't need Mike be? Smith, who I believe is a year younger than me, and you know, you know who Mike I ain't a spring chicken, and it's just they. If that team had an actual goalie, they sky's the limit for them. And right now, the limit is the sky. Of course, you, they could also use a little bit more toughness, but we'll see about that in a few months. Do 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 you know who who, who might be
1: the uh, the answer for them?
0: Who? Mark Andre Fleury. Yes.
1: Free agent and, at the end of the year. Uh, we don't. They don't know. We don't know what's going on for the rest of his career afterwards. But um, he could be had for a lot cheaper than a carry Price. That's just not realistic. So Mark Andre Fleury could uh, definitely be an answer for Edmonton.
0: So you're mean to tell me you can get a guy with a Stanley Cup on his resume? I'm going with the word one Stanley Cup on his resume because he was watching for two more. For two more. Um. But then again, his post-Vegas career, how do you argue against him? He's, he's, he's been phenomenal. So Marc-Andre Fleury, they can get him a lot cheaper than, uh, than Carey Price. Yeah, obviously. I'd take him in a heartbeat, especially if I'm Ken Holland and I'm trying to <laughs> – I mean, I have no idea what Ken Holland's doing out there. In in Edmonton, we've been second guessing every single one of his moves. This one's a no brainer. Go get Mark Andre Fleury. Matter of fact, go get him right now. Save your season while you can.
1: Yeah, I I, I mean, you could. Uh, I I just I, if I'm Edmonton, I start. To, I try to make that move sooner than later because they they could they could come out and win that division. They could.
0: So. Because uh, is, is there anybody else you could think of right now? I mean, the, the Calgary Flames—they they can just—they might wish for time to move forward because this—that team is humming right now, plus twenty-eight goal differential, seven to three in their last ten. If the playoffs started today, I would actually say they might be the most Stanley Cup ready team. I'll—I'll I'll come right out and I'll say that right now. I, I Even over the Florida need, Panthers.
1: I—I I think they might need to make—I would say a depth scoring acquisition uh, acquisition would would work for them. Um, if I'm the St. Louis Blues, um, uh, eh, St. Louis really doesn't really need anything. Uh, Colorado probably just one more defenseman, it would wish for
0: probably one more defenseman in Florida, too.
1: Uh, yeah, Florida would be the biggest one. They would uh, Florida's wish should be a top four defenseman. So
0: it's gonna be interesting to see what Florida does and. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Actually, Tampa Bay has got a Christmas wish as well, and that's that um, Nikita Kucherov is uh, injured for the rest of the season, so that way they can add more salary. He
1: magically comes back for the playoff, and,
0: and he and suddenly is <laughs> okay. My leg feels good. I, everything's fine, but it's just no. It, it's it's I I I look at that team, and I just think, and they're starting to hum right now, and. They're a team to be reckoned with. So uh Unreal. I mean Detroit, they're in playoff positioning. They have a minus 10 goal differential. They're in playoff positioning. That's yeah,
1: I goal. don't that's not that's why I think they're not gonna last. Uh, they have a young team, and their their production right now is primarily relying on guys like uh Raymond. Mm-hmm. and uh and Moritz Sider, and I, I I just don't think it's gonna it's gonna last like I mean Lucas Raymond is just under a point per game Dylan Larkin is 21 points in 22 games I, I mean he's never been more than a 70 point player so does that continue Moritz Sider has 18 points in 26 games which is really good for a rookie defenseman Vladimir Mesnikov is having himself a decent year 14 points in 26 games that's that's over a 40 point pace Pia Suter really hasn't been the acquisition that you know, we thought they would be, he's really on pace for about 40 points himself. Fabry's kind of fallen off since the start of the season and Philip Ronick, who actually led them in scoring last year, it's kind of down a bit scoring wise. So. Um,
0: some of these, some of these comments, by the way, are great because I just, I, I, I love these like this one from David. Yeah. Which, I oh, just
1: clicked on it at the same time
0: again. Yeah, we did that twice. Arizona yeah. wants to win the wire so they can pay their taxes. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I mean, I can't believe the mess that's going on in Arizona. Well, and I do think up, the supposedly. NHL is going to try to make sure that situation works out down there. But uh, before even thinking about Houston, but it's um, it's not looking good at the moment. And, and I mean, I'm I'm planning on buying a ticket to uh, the game on March 23rd. Because uh, I got to go down for my parents' 50th anniversary to Arizona, and well, there you go. Get, get getting getting that that stadium crossed off the list. But uh, also, it's it's going to be a fun time. But it's uh, I I I saw that story today about that they can't pay their bills. Yikes! It's it's getting sticky. The league's going to have to step in and do something about that soon.
1: Uh, yeah, supposedly they that there was something else that came out and said that they were paid up though. So I don't I don't know, but uh, I mean the fact that that's even come out though is nothing like I've ever seen before. So uh, uh, that's not good. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So all right, so that's some of our Christmas wishes right there. You guys, uh, well, we're gonna be doing the Q and A in a little bit. You guys got more of them? We'll throw them in there. Yeah. Uh, and you got uh, you got any other thoughts about? A Christmas wish for your team across the league. Throw it down in the comments below, and do also, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. But we are going to. yeah, Az will will definitely probably meet up. One, uh, I'm going and I'm going to to Mickey's plenty of times, so uh, we'll probably end up definitely going to the Cigar Bar. So I will see you then. Uh-oh, and Joe, Cigar great. Bar, yeah, Cigar oh. Bar, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Joe Graves, by the way, I will be down there as well. So if you end up wanting to go see a game or something, let me know. Um, oh, man. although Joe, I'm also, Joe, I'm probably going to be taking my nephews. Video. So yeah, Joe, be...
1: Joe is going to have a, have you do a video where it's you and him and you and him are doing nothing but ripping on me because Joe, will <laughs> so, yeah, I know that's coming.
0: Oh, that's all. You know what? My future in Arizona is going to be uh bright, but uh but let's Uh, let's get you know what
1: i'll give mike his a i'll give the aw review real quick because it it, i i I, mike is not the uh only one that's asked for it sean and a couple of others i've seen have asked me about it so the arena is beautiful it's absolutely beautiful and i I, joe i know you adore me i i know but i'm waiting (laughs) for that video when that happens because i know it's coming something something's gonna happen when it does but um yeah, it, it was beautiful. Um, they also filmed uh, or rec- rather recorded uh, Rampage. I don't want to give anything away for anybody who, you know, wasn't there because, yeah, I got to watch it. But um, Rampage was actually a pretty good uh, program. Uh, there was a de- uh, debut on Rampage, which was really good. Um, the opening match on Rampage was actually amazing. And, yes, Chris Jericho is a part of AEW AZ. He is and um the show itself was really good mjf playing the uh the face role with cm punk going heel for a night which is really good and cm punk absolutely shredded the islanders which was hilarious um i i put that in my instagram story and one of my friends from high school uh who's a diehard islander fan is actually uh messaged me on uh, Insta- uh facebook messenger and he's like you got shut up with the Rangers shit and He's like he's laughing at it though because punk is just killing the Islanders and he's a wrestling fan too but overall great show the building was great I mean if 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 buildings had the equivalent of new car smell uh UBS arena definitely had that new arena smell um I was able to get Shah's halal in UBS arena <laughs> the, the, the diversity of of food um, the, all the different food vendors and stuff like that. There were just so many options. We didn't get to go up to the big bar on the second floor, uh, but our seats were really good. Uh, it, if any of you are friends with me on, on my on my uh, account, uh, my page on Facebook, uh, you'll see it in my story and stuff. It, it's it's awesome. So uh, I, I ten out of ten recommend. Had a great time. Was with good friends and stuff. And even saw one of our commenters, Ryan from Brooklyn. Um, who is also a mutual of mine on Twitter. Uh, I met up with him for a few minutes, so it was awesome. But uh, great night. Definitely recommend. And when they come back around, I will be going again.
0: So uh, our friend Dave put in our group chat just now the the um, Jacob Truba hit last night. And yes, it was on Nate McKinnon. And yes, it was clean. And the the funny part is somebody asked, how many games should Truba be suspended for uh, for last night's hit on Jake McKinnon? And of all people to say zero, Tim Peel. Tim Peel, I'll still never forgive you for the 2014. Uh, the puck was past you with the White King. But you're right. 100% right. Uh, he watched that hit again. You know what? Oh, my goodness. That was Textbook why? Why was that even a thought? So again, oh hey, Davey, By the way, happy birthday. Uh, March twenty fifth is my parents' wedding anniversary. So, and that's they're they're, they're going to make it to fifty. Wow, I'm amazed by that. I, I I can't even get a girl to want to be with me for more than a month, or vice versa. Uh, my my relationships last about as long as cartons of milk uh but uh, it's, yeah. It, it's yeah it's yeah uh, it's they, they made it 50 years so god bless them and uh or they're six months away from from my getting there
1: history is probably just as bad if not worse than mark's so yeah i really i i laugh at mark's uh uh stories of how bad his relationships are and everything like that and all of his relationship fails and stuff but my i yeah, mine are not great either. So,
0: oh, but right now my life relationship, life. my relationship that I'm focusing on is Big Apple hockey. So, yeah, and that's taking Matt away all to my... Big Apple hockey. I am married <laughs> to Big Apple hockey. I have no problem saying that right now, and it's been so rewarding. I mean, sure, the you know, I don't know where the joke was going to go from there. But... Good job. And yeah. yeah, and this this here from Maisie, it it, it
1: it summarizes it perfectly. uh Clean hit, arms down, skates on the ice, body through the chest, and yeah, I I saw Sean's. Yeah,
0: Sean's. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, no. God. You know what? It's 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 difficult enough uh trying to find the needle in a haystack. Uh, so. Whatever you do, just never settle. Take your time, have somebody that actually appreciates you. And when being alone is an option, it's actually a good thing too. So don't worry about that. I got great friends. I got I got roommates, housemates that uh he's not the um, Apple
1: hockey, just remember that.
0: Yes, yeah. So again, <laughs> uh, I I make the joke several times. I'm still smiling every single day. Don't worry about that. Uh <laughs> Take
1: a shot, twenty four seven.
0: I felt like I was doing that last week. Oh, but um, yeah, Phil, what around the what around the league is um, is is something that's kind of like surprising you or making you take notice?
1: Something around the league that is surprising me. I, I would say Minnesota. I mean, that just them being for real like they are is just kind of uh surprising uh, detroit still being in a playoff spot right now is very surprising to me I, I i just didn't think that they were gonna i thought they were gonna fall off you know not that i <laughs> i I, I, oh, I was looking at a different screen oh god. <laughs> oh god mark talking about his sad life love life is the next stream to go along <laughs> with
0: by the way, everybody Mark's remembered down always
1: not to do relationships. Channel,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: um, God. Uh, oh, you know what's funny about it? Actually, now thinking about it, is that Anthony's mohawk really wasn't the first thing made fun of. It was your relationships. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Your your relationships were were Sean Joe and everyone in the chat. It was just no Marshall will be
0: called no, no love line. line. <laughs> oh man. Uh, you know, funny. I and and again, I've 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 had some I've had some good relationships and I always wish a good future for them. So, uh, I'm not bitter. I'm well, I'm bitter towards one of them, but that's a different story. Uh but Revo, you know by the way, dropped the gloves last night. He's Revo's been a, a major impact on this team. Can't say that enough.
1: You know, yeah, Revo has been. He's just been awesome. He he really is. Uh, I, that's uh, like I said. The the, uh, the the when I did the video, I said he was going to change the culture, and he has. He's just that's the type of guy that comes into a locker room and, and everybody sticks their chest out more because of him. And, and they were, I I forget what I was watching. I I think it was the, the, the post game or I I don't, I don't even, Oh no, it was the Rob talks hockey video or yeah, no, I'm sorry. It was the Don Cherry video. That's it. And Don Cherry even said that Don Cherry was like, well, this is what happens. You know, you, uh, yeah, I know. Pat yourself on the back. Go ahead, do it, get it out of the way. You should make a video of it and just send it to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can get all the highlights here. of the comments Every that you had. All day. summer, yeah. Ryan Reeves, Ryan Reese. I'm going, I don't want any part of Ryan Rees. And then it was now we got Ryan Reese. Woo. <laughs> yep. I was celebrating that too. The yeah. um the uh I actually had a video about correct predictions that we made. And uh, I ended up not putting it up. I don't, I don't know why. I think it was just because well, we've just, if anybody we've put gets up so to much be on content. a video of
1: correct predictions, this man right here was the one who said he was manifesting it. So yeah, he he's gonna be on that video.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Two <laughs> things you can never rely on. <laughs> NHL <laughs> 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 Oh,
0: that's great, Joe. That's great. <laughs>
1: Uh, El, uh Joe, you'll Joe and Sean, you'll both get this one. Fickle. Fickle. <laughs> fickle. Fickle. Brian Danielson has Daniel Bryan in WWE doing his uh heel shtick when he was calling the fans fickle because
2: mm-hmm.
1: we all know women can be fickle, and George Paros is apparently fickle. So sorry sorry for our female viewers, Diane, Shannon, uh um, I, I, Ariana, yeah. I I know uh, you know what. Sorry, a lot of you women out there are fickle, and I'm saying that from my love life. Don't worry, don't worry. Uh, me
0: men men could also be quite the douchebags as well. Men, so. Yeah,
1: men are men are d bags. Yeah, after,
0: after all, there was somebody who was telling me a story this week about how they set up, uh, she, she set up her best friend with a guy, and he was a really nice guy. They were dating for like a month. But him and his previous ex girlfriend not only never broke up, but then um, they're having a baby together. And like he's Grang, going, you know? oh hey, yeah, he's just like, oh yeah, but we could still go ahead with ours, really. And guys, what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> what, seriously, what are we doing get, now? I, don't, I don't get
1: the whole. It's not like I'm not in good
0: game. shape, and in in you know the. The the money maker up here, and and Philk uh, has got it going on. So I mean, come on.
1: No, I see. I don't have the money maker. I I got the in, in shape thing going for me to a point now. It, it, <laughs> it, I don't have the money maker here, Mister Headshot over there.
0: Okay, but but let me let me let me change it around on you. Since so that's the, the way you're gonna go. How many times do you look over and just see somebody, then the guy is basically a four as far as looks goes, and you're like that guy is is getting girls. How the hell am I? I I don't know what I don't know what that is, man. I don't know what that is. But then again, I can answer some of that too. It's like uh, sometimes I've tried to arrange dates, and it's like, oh, hold on, and the Rangers are playing that night.
1: (laughs) I see hockey has never let me down. It's never let me down except for the 0405 lockout. So I have and and the 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 half season lockout, but you know what. Hockey otherwise has not let me down too many times. So
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, as as I oh, said to my oh, first look girl, look at this one over
1: here. Look at this one bragging between my girlfriend and all my side, ch- side chicks. Believe me, dealing with women is tough. You know what? I don't <laughs> want to hear it from you anymore, sir. I don't. I don't need that in my life.
0: Yeah, uh, I always, I always find that. Now, now by the way, and I'm. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to cut myself off before I say something that's going to end up uh, completely incriminating me. (laughs) um, Yeah, maybe that's right, Sean, but (laughs) more French. (laughs) Uh, I think, I think the lines I used in Montreal were part of anglais.
1: Yeah. Sean Sean gets three dates last week and they all want the second date and he's complaining over here. You know what, buddy, you want to flip with me? dates dates right now are not happening for me so let's uh let, yeah, let's um
0: and it, it's hard enough when you're scratching four nights of your week out of your shifts so or out of out of out of everything scheduling and again look it's it, like i said before uh, it's it, it's good to take some time away from the dating scene anyway but um yeah i mean i was i was supposed to be married three years ago so things could have been a lot different so oh is there a new party date? Actually, you know what, Lou? This is this one was particularly... Uh, Phil just said it just now. I have to disagree with him. Hockey has let me down. Why is my cursor going? There it is. Oh, wait. There it is. There's a... We are going to do a different bar meetup, but they rescheduled the Islander Ranger game. If there's a day bars don't need patrons to promote anything, St. Patrick's Day. Thank you very much for screwing me, NHL. So uh unreal is is one of those things uh, I, I it drives me a little bit crazy because it's like i said before i still got my signed me because advantage ad um jersey that's right behind me i might do that for the next one we are targeting january 6th uh boss croakers uh that should be the first time uh oh hey thanks welcome to the show and um
1: no mc's been with us before Okay, nice. History, so. I
0: don't. I remember honky tonk before, so that's no honky saying. lips. No, but no, it, it, lips, is and, yeah. Um, but we are targeting that. That's going to be uh the Rangers versus Vegas in Vegas, and Gerard Gallant's first meeting against his former club. I think that's going to be a great game. Um, and I'm talking with my my boss right there, so I would love to do a bar meetup for a playoff game. Uh, we'll find out about that soon enough. Uh <laughs> brody that's great to know too that that we're providing that much entertainment for for the missus um yeah
1: that, that that's yeah the wife today that we've uh, that we've made happy somebody else said that their wife was uh was uh laughing at it i think it was mike's wife yeah mike, mike said it yeah mike said that that we are winning over his wife and she's becoming a fan of the show so yes awesome
0: and I'm excited for a lot of things coming up for us. Uh, we're we're just waiting on word to make sure that it's official that we're going to Vegas to cover the All-Star game. Uh, I mean, hopefully, by the way, there, Chris Kreider will be there for, uh, for the All-Star game. I don't see how he's not right now. Um,
1: well, that's the thing. Do the Rangers get to send three representatives or four representatives at that point?
0: I think the max or? you could probably send is... Three out of the Metro, I'd say, and then everybody has one. I mean, the Rangers had four
1: in '94, but I mean, that was a pretty damn good year for them. Um, But and that was also playing
0: five on five, rosters a little bit bigger.
1: Yeah, Panarin, uh, Igor could be in net. Um, You, you obviously out of Fox. I mean, and that those are three, and then Chris Kreider. So I, I don't know who. uh, Oh, that might that might come down to choices there. I don't
0: know. You know it's kind of funny and and uh Sean and Mike we were talking about this right here but uh it's it's where <laughs> I start talking I start talking with people about oh going to the All-Star game and everything it's like I also got to remind them like I got to work guys <laughs> this, I'm going to have to I can't be what I was the last two nights where basically it was um no <laughs> not, not a good thing no uh But,
1: not Nemeth. Yes, not not not
0: Nemeth. Nemeth yes.
1: No, oh, not that is not happening. I mean, I wouldn't even if somebody tried to pull a John Scott with Patrick Nemeth, I'd I'd be looking to try to sabotage that campaign, so I can't stand. You know Patrick. what
0: I love about the John Scott thing, though, it was basically. Done to be a joke, but it also and the league probably the league tried to run away from it. The league should have embraced it. They finally embraced it. And John Scott got to go to that game and he was the MVP and he was great in that game. And. It was it made it the All-Star Game is an exhibition of hockey. And that's why it's you miss some things like Owen Nolan calling his shot on Dominic Hoshik. That was great. Or, like, uh, just seeing guys just just do things and try it out for fun. Uh, there was, I think it was Phil Kessel against. Um, trying to remember the defenseman he went one on one with. That he, those guys they were shit talking each other the entire way up the ice, and then Kessel ripped it past whoever the goalie was. Uh, those are the things that. And by the way, this is always a great image to say. Big Apple hockey is wife approved.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. That that's big. That is I mean, weird. that's a lot better than than the uh, the the old saying I used to have: "Big Apple hockey, watch us when you take a dump."
1: So. Yeah. No, that's not what you want
0: Uh Yeah, John Scott's podcasts are really good. Um, and again, it but it, it got to show a guy. I had a whole. Um, I had a whole thing that wrote. I want to say the year it happened. I don't want to say it was twenty sixteen, on all things Rangers about him, and basically he was so deserving of that. And you, we, we, we talk about some of these guys like, take for instance Ryan Reeves. They're fourth liners their entire career, and you know it's it's great to recognize these guys because they're they're great uh, contributions.
1: Yeah, good. I, you know, it's. I, I do agree. It, it it was a nice story with John Scott. It really was, and the NHL tried to shut that down and, oh, and all this other stuff. You know what? Have fun with it. Roll with it. And they they only did it because the fans basically backlashed against the NHL trying to shut it down. Mm-hmm. So, like the, that transaction was so shady.
0: Yeah, they, oh, when they so traded shady. him to Montreal.
1: Yeah, so shady. It just stop. Yeah. Like you knew what you were doing there. You were trying to mess everything up. Like stop and then
0: that. and then like uh, I think he was the first guy since Sandus Ozelinch to be traded and represent his old team at the all star game. If I recall correctly, Ozlinch was traded, I want to say it was to Florida.
1: Florida, yeah.
0: Yeah. And he was still representing was that um, still uh, San Jose? No, it's not San Jose. That was no. his first
1: team. It, it was, um, I, I think that was Carolina, I think.
0: Yeah, it might have been. People forget San Jose Lynch is a New York Ranger. Yeah, that was bad.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, it's funny because my aunt, my Aunt Marcy worked in the garden. Um, she did media and event design and she... Um, she basically coordinated Mike Richter's and Mark Messier's retirement nights head to toe, basically uh, courted Messier's family around Manhattan, did all this stuff to get the to get those events together. Um, She was I was talking with her. We went and we were watching one of the games and she had like a, a board meeting like the day after for the 06 playoffs. They had just acquired Ozilinch and he did something stupid and like thump, like turned over the puck and it led to a goal against that 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 cost the rangers a game and i called him sandy's bozo lynch and she <laughs> accidentally called him sandy's bozo lynch in in the meeting and they were and they all looked at her like like what and she was like, uh, I was hanging out with my nephew and we watched a game together, and he, he ended up saying that, and they all kind of just laughed." Yeah, uh, <laughs> so, <funny.
0: laughs> so funny. Oh god. Oh god. So, by the way, if you ever want uh, somebody from us to officiate a wedding, yeah,
1: Sean Sh- ha- Sean had to um, Sean had to put in there that uh, the Mohawk was excluded so
0: uh I I have to tell you that might be the the last choice because Anthony loves to play pranks and yeah. he's gotten me a couple of real good ones
1: yeah Anthony likes to uh he's a prankster he is
0: uh no Anthony actually uh he had to go to the Islander game so,
1: yeah, he like never uh he never uh, got I
0: never got, I, I never got the reply back from him, but um I I I'm assuming he had a lot on his plate with uh with the girls and everything else. So It's all right. Like you you understand it. So Yeah. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're all going to yeah. be here.
1: Anthony's looking up all of our addresses to send them horse heads, Mohawk slander, revenge. <laughs> uh, he's being held hostage by the Fulhock.
0: <laughs> so we're at 199 subscribers right now.
1: Or 1999. Yes. <laughs> Not one hundred. One thousand
0: nine hundred ninety-nine. We just need one more. So if you're listening to us and you haven't subscribed, just just do it. Please do it. <laughs> it's. You know what's gonna happen though. I'm gonna I'm gonna be all happy about it. Be like, yeah, we got our two thousand subscriber. And then, then somebody's gonna subscribe.
1: subscribe. yeah Yeah. Just to mess with us, somebody's gonna do Yeah.
0: It. So let's. Uh, I'll I'll keep clicking refresh to see if that changes before it's over. Before this oh, is this great. is done. Although that's I great. do have to start thinking about, I got a hockey game in uh, the rinks in Hoplog. That's coming up soon. What time? Nine fifty-five. Oh, uh, a- I don't know if I'm eating something before then, though. I, 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 I would never eat, eat if I were you. Yeah, I would eat. And then, uh... <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I funny. already knew it was going to happen.
1: We already knew it.
0: Yeah. Well, the Num- thing is, n- numbers, numbers, numbers are, are, strong, are numbers are very much in, it's just I have so many numbers. There's so many things caught on this head, whether it's uh, shortest amount of screen time for a uh, leading actor to win best actor, Anthony Hopkins, at about 19 minutes, or um, Keith Hernandez's batting average when he won the co-MVP, the only co-MVP is ever handed out, 1979, he was 344. There's just too many numbers. Um, Davey, I am, I used to be a center. Uh, I play either wing. I could, I could play any forward position. Um, a left wing predominantly. And it's, it's, uh, it's cause I like the, I'm a righty shot. I like the, well, I'll give away a secret. I like to shoot stick side on the off wing. So Never leave a fellow treasure swing. behind. That
1: make sure that. you remember that when you play against Mark.
0: Yeah. You know, the one thing I'm proud of saying is that in a game, I actually had three goals in 18 seconds. And mm. uh, it would have been a hat trick in 18 seconds, but I scored in the first period of that game. So it's uh, so technically speaking, I beat Bill Mozienko's 21 second record um oh god here we go <laughs> yeah that was the sound that i was making in my head but it wasn't uh it wasn't pound the shoulder <laughs> good job we're at 2000s yay all right all right waiting, so...
1: waiting for sean to unsubscribe because that's gonna, <laughs> gonna happen now
0: yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, I got to put that in.
1: <laughs> Mark ads. and Alexi Kovalev. Huh. There you go. Nah, but, uh, he, Oh, here we go. This, this is a good one. Yeah. But
0: own goals don't count. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love when one of my teammates tried to say, uh, he, that I put it on Facebook about that. We're at 2000 subscribers. Yay. Well, oh, thank got... you
1: very much we appreciate that uh welcome to the show i think because it's the first time i think i've seen you but you know. yeah
0: thank you very much mike and uh we're gonna throw down a little bit of. i think i got the confetti somewhere yeah there's a confetti yeah. i mean let's rain, make it rain money that would be a lot better so and so again guys thank you very much because we do this we do this because we love hockey and we love uh doing you Remember, uh, doing all it, of you guys it, it,
1: it's it started out as three friends just bullshitting about hockey and, and 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 having and talking and just ranting rambling and raving about things and it just it's turned into something really good and, it, and you it, know something? we're not even close to the end so
0: and we're not even close to reaching our full potential yet no because it, it, even going back even further than that it started out where it was I was doing some videos just for fun. Um, I told you about the, the Ranger draft picks and you disagreed highly that I left Tony Granado off that list. Then we were talking back and forth. You actually Thank said you very much. Lou. It was, Thank you very much, Lou. We appreciate it. And that's that. a great picture, too, by the way. Um, yes, it is. Uh, we were talking back and forth about it. And you said, I think it was the bold predictions one that that, you know, you're like, this, that's a great show. And I love your Zelda shield that you have in the back and the Zelda clock. And then I was making the Tony D'Angelo video about him supposedly using a burner account, and then I'm just like, <laughs> you know what? I got too much to talk about. Phil, why don't we record a Zoom call? And then that's what we started doing with that. That's when All Things Rangers came out. And then Anthony, you know, liked what we were doing, and he, him and me surprised Phil. And Anthony's been a great addition. Everybody's been everything we've been doing on this channel has been great. Can't say enough for it. We did the, the year in review. I love that. I can't wait to do another year in review too. I'm going to yeah. have a couple of videos coming out to be um, what you might have missed uh, by not watching Big Apple Hockey. And, you know, we talk. We're, we're hockey pundits and hockey personalities now. So uh, that's why we're still going to go around doing all, everything we can to spread this game. We love this game. Davey, and
1: I, I hope we do get to that 1 million mark. That would be yeah. so awesome that would be great and thank you mike sean i will hold you to that just because you like to mess with me i will hold you to that too
0: (laughs) sean the problem is uh for if we get to three i i'm going to want to buy you a drink so
1: (laughs) yeah we get we get another a thousand we're all going to want to buy everybody yeah hell
0: and i like i said i can't wait till there's a zero after that too so yeah that's 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 just great thank you very very much rich
1: we appreciate that man we do. Yeah,
0: we we really really do appreciate it, and our job is content and getting the content and getting it all out there, and we're gonna keep producing. You you keep watching, we'll keep producing. So, <laughs> four
1: thousand. Then I think we're all gonna we're gonna have to keep pushing you here, so this way we can get that that subscriber number up because yeah, it it, it, it seems like when that Help subscriber yeah, stops you from drinking. Uh, you you start to get scared, and that number keeps going up and up and up. And if those subscriber numbers climb, I, I think it benefits the both of us.
0: Well, Davey, by the way, you're right about that. And um, uh, it better be an expensive drink. Well, it could also be just uh, a tall boy at the garden because they're eighteen dollars. Yeah. As I, uh, I, as I, I bought, am. let's see, I, I bought we'll around last night. Cause, <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I um uh because I ran to a couple guys because I, I can't run to anybody any, anywhere that that somebody doesn't know me just from all the networking connections I've made in oh, my life. Oh
1: god, Mr. Popularity over here. Oh, oh no, well, you know, I'm
0: not sorry, <laughs> I'm not saying it to be egotistical, but I mean, I'm walking back to my seats and it's just hey, Mark, how's it going? Oh, don't feel, do Yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have to start a twitter account as anthony's mohawk aren't we <laughs> yeah.
1: oh. oh my god could you imagine that twitter account gets more followers than all three of our twitter <laughs> accounts and the big apple hockey account combined yeah oh my god
0: yeah the this the yeah, um, i was just
1: about to highlight that too yeah, oh, subscriber
0: no. account would be pretty low. But then again, yeah, it would be. then again, you know how much competition we got? We got a lot of great competition for just YouTube on hockey channels, but even specifically Ranger channels. We're blessed to have uh, a good relationship with Wardy, NHL, uh, Tyler, and Steven, both really good guys. And um, But, yeah, like one of the stories I tell about just how I run into people I know. Uh, I was, The last time I was in Vegas – it was the ranger vegas game their second season i think it was I'm 2018 this, by the way Charter and twitter nice yeah i oh, sorry it was 2019 so it was their second season and i am i was at caesars walking around trying to get back to my hotel room took a wrong turn i ran into my center on my hockey team mike Acertado. so it was um do you say the, the last name Acertado? Yeah, Mike Assertato.
1: Hmm. I wonder if he's related to a Tom because I play with a Tom acertado. Where is he from?
0: Uh, Levitat, I think.
1: Levitat? Hmm.
0: Yeah, I know he's got a sister and at least two brothers. I know that. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely want to check something now.
0: Yeah, I got, I got the web. I, I got all my connections. Oh yeah. You know what? We do need, I, I agree with you, Mikey. We need a Turk stash Twitter.
1: The main pick will be Anthony's Mohawk. And there's Mohawk
0: getting in the cab when the Panthers is fired. On. I love that. Networking. Yep. All right. So we'll definitely do like another five more minutes. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah, because I could already hear it's the the babies dancing in the next room. Ah!
1: <laughs> another up-and-coming Rangers channel is NY Ranting Rangers. They're very supportive, like you guys and Wardy. They cover r- live Rangers and Mets games. That's cool. I yeah, mean, good. That's... Go ahead. Oh no, I thought you were gonna say something there.
0: Oh no, and I, I was interrupting you, so that's why I was stopping.
1: No, no, no. I was gonna say I know you've talked about doing live watch ups. I mean, if you want to do yours, I mean, I, I don't I don't necessarily know if maybe I could incorporate good, bad, and ugly into that then in some sort of way. I don't know. Talk I, I I've never thought about that, so
0: Oh, you mean doing like a
1: live a, a, deal, watch along type of watch?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I kind of want to do one Rich, By, by the, the way, way. I don't. thank you again. Yeah, Rich, thank you.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not. We're not too far behind on that because I'm, I'm. I'm starting to get hungry again. So,
0: you know, I still think uh, MySpace is still up, and I can still find uh, some of the pictures that I had from that. Uh, probably still with one headlight playing every time it goes on. Oh man,
1: Wallflowers, good album, bringing down the horse. That's,
0: yeah, it's that's my favorite song. And they are my favorite band. I am not ashamed to say that. having Avenue Heartache is a great, 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 great song. There's always they're one of those bands that every single time you you get one of their albums, there's a song that's that, that just hits you. Um, they also a lot of their songs kind of hit me at the right part of life as well. There's a song on uh, Red Letter Days called Feels Like Summer Again. I, I love that song. And it's a very uh, uplifting song and everything. But um, there's a song called Love is a Country on, um, was it Glad All Over? Is that the name of the album? I think it was. Which I always thought was such a great song. And then I actually sat down and listened and like took in the lyrics. It's about finding love. uh, Sorry. It's about uh, not expecting love when you're young, finding love, and when you're not expecting it, and then losing love so it's yeah but yeah you know what this is a great thing about how and that's why when i kind of had the response on the gravity video it's sort of like i i don't want to like attack a guy personally especially cuz i think nathan does a, a good job and he's nathan got a lot, lot of content
1: deal. you know what I, I got he puts in a lot of work for his channel and i i, I respect the kid there's some things where i feel like he's not really i feel like he's not really a fan of any one specific team kind of like how shannon is but i I feel like nathan he he just gets jumbled on a little things because he's trying to watch a little more than he can handle and he he really can't he's trying to digest a little too much for his own good yeah i know he's a
0: stars fan i think the rangers are his second favorite team. yeah i think
1: i think that's how it is and i think tampa bay might be like his number three but yeah um yeah, I I I do like what he does. I like his countdowns and stuff like that. And he's a he seems like a good dude. I don't get the arrogant vibe from him, which is good. Yeah. Um and, and you know what? He puts out a lot of stuff. He he really does. Oh Nyquist is another one that I, I, o.
0: Nyquist is very good. I like him.
1: I, I like his stuff. Odd Man Rush is great with the informative and- stuff. Like if you want to watch like a 20-minute video on something, <clears throat> Odd Man Rush puts in a lot of good work and lives overseas. So he it's usually, it's a little harder for the overseas guys to, to do these types of things, but odd man rush does a damn good job with what he does. And uh, yeah. obviously Shannon, the hockey guy, I, I, and I, Rob
0: I, talks hockey. We were Rob talking talks about talks him before. Another
1: one. He does like little types of things. Uh, yes. Yeah, Sap saps is a, he, he, he seems like a nice kid. I haven't watched too much of his stuff. He's definitely a little fanboy. Um, But you know what? I I like that he's a fanboy. I do. Because he's just... It's raw emotion and energy from him. And he's just being himself. Kind of like how we're being ourselves. Like, that's the one thing I pride ourselves on. Is that we're not cookie cutter. We're authentic. And we blend in different and unique type segments to make this show different from other shows. But Saps is... That's just who he is. And I like that. And his show... like he he's different and i like it because of that so i, I give saps credit um i'm with you on this mike Top hockey I, I i think he knows his stuff to a point um he's he's a little more monotone i would say there's just not a lot of excitement from him he's just very very kinda cookie cutterish in a way but I mean, he's not bad. He seems like a decent guy. You know, he's he's very rumor-heavy. But yeah, again, this is actually perfect. Uh, everyone needs their niche, and Top Shelf is very rumor-heavy. And you know what? That's perfect. Like, if I, I watch Top Shelf's videos. And if, like, I want to go and get a summary of a rumor, Top Shelf is usually good at them. Like, I, I'll fast-forward through, like, the news stuff, because, like, he'll highlight, like, somebody being on waivers. Like, I really don't care about that. But, like, you'll like when you get to the rumors, he summarizes everything pretty well. And then there's Lego rocks is, is another one.
0: Yeah. Lego rocks is a good one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, um, that's, LEGO, that's Lego rocks. He's the one who plays the video games while doing it. Uh, he's another one. I mean,
0: translates he, some things from foreign papers too.
1: Yeah. Which is good because a lot of, a lot of uh, places out there, a lot of channels won't do that. So good, good on him for doing that. Um, he, he seems like, you know, he, he tries to cover a lot of teams and it, it's hard to do that. So, um, I, I you know, I got to give him credit for doing what he does. But again, he's different from everybody else, and which is good because every channel is different. If every channel, like if we were just like everybody else, would you guys want to watch us? Of course I, I not. From, of course not. I, I would say no at that
0: point because like we it's, got it's uh, one thing I think that helps is the, Pop culture references that I'll throw in a lot. Yeah. Um, also the, um, like our segments, we have a lot of. Again, it,
1: it, that's where I think who Anthony is ideas. great for us. Been, who the, who the hell else thought to do bar talk?
0: No, Matt, nobody. Mark,
1: nobody. Mark. Mark. Came I, I up did with it as Matt. a
0: St. Patrick's Day, uh, uh, special for us. It was just called shot beer and buy everyone. I think it was originally yeah, shot beer and round. I think it was called right. Yeah, shot beer and round. And then eventually, yeah, yeah. And I can't oh, we, wait to be in Vegas doing it with Dave Vanyota live. <laughs> so Yeah,
1: I I mean that that that's nuts, you know. It, it, and then it, it's, it, and then you, you you know you came up with you know the uh, the honest press conferences, and the honest press conferences ended up being you know like like a big thing, and everybody on here has loved them. Like, who the hell else is going to say that? And another thing, it, it, uh, obviously, other channels have it, but you know, do you find the jokes that you know? other that we make on other channels
0: yeah no. no and I, I love that and i also love our interaction with the crowd and again, again one thing that also helps is the energy yes, that everybody... you have to
1: send that to mark sean you have to send that to mark because i i oh my god that'll be a good one
0: yeah um but again the energy everybody brings uh obviously phil's got lots of energy uh anthony's the one that spearheads guests i never i never yeah and yeah, that's
1: another one. Like, but uh, and and are any of these other channels getting on guests and big time guests? Is that yeah? Who's get, who's getting you Ray Ferraro? Who's getting you Darius casparitis Who's getting you Marty on Michael Grabner, Dave Pagnotta, Dan Rosen? Who's getting you those guys?
0: Yeah, and Keith Jones was Keith a great Jones. one too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't there for that, unfortunately. I, mean, but... I
0: I still yeah, I know it sucked that you weren't there. I still love. Always trying to find something that makes the guys really think about uh, their careers or just things that are out of the ordinary. My my favorite one with that was I was and I was holding that and that bullet was chambered and I could and I love Keith Jones's smile when I when I asked him about his only career penalty shot. Which he he then said, Oh, I put it I put it right into the Montreal crest of the goaltender. I forgot his name for a moment. And I was ready to say it. The happy ending was Keith Jones scored on uh, in the third period. And then he mentioned that he was like, Yeah. And by the way, who had the who had the assist? Mark Tenorti had an assist on that. So Yeah.
1: It's funny. It's
0: funny <laughs> how that works, but
1: you know, it, it it's just, you know. And and that's another thing we, 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 we blend in different things here and it's not just, there are times where we, we let it go a little off the rails and we have fun with it, you know? And like you guys, you come in with the comments and stuff like that. When you guys are making jokes on Anthony's Mohawk or Mark's love life, or just (laughs) how ridiculously crazy I am or or something. Or my headshot. Yeah. I mean, like it just, it's, you know, it's fun. Uh, that's fun. That's what it's. We want to keep this fun. That's the most important thing. And I I love what we do because we haven't strayed from our, our originality, our way of doing this. And it's, it's, we can say it's somewhat successful so far, you know,
0: it's, it's definitely successful in that we're reaching people. Like, I mean, again, one of the, one of the better moments for me, in, in general, uh, AZ if you're still on was uh, my cousin Mick uh, was at a cigar bar and he saw AZ wearing his Rangers uh, tank top and he goes, oh hey uh yeah so my, my cousin does a Rangers podcast. He goes, oh which one and it was all things Rangers at the time still and it was oh no kidding I love those guys yeah so it's 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 reaching it's reaching everywhere like I still yeah. wish we got to see blue shirt. Uh, but I think since we changed around or, or even, uh, do we, do you get to see Dean at all?
1: D, Dino and I talk on Twitter a bit. So okay, um, he, he definitely, he's definitely still like following it. Just, uh, you know, unfortunately with the time change around, uh, I don't, I don't think he can really watch like the, the live videos, but I, I know he's still around blue shirts. Another one, you know, yeah. cool having Australia. I mean, you have, you have Tomas and Leo from Finland. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's awesome. And then we had, um, didn't we have, um? we had Germany.
0: Yeah. We had um, Germany for a while. You got, yeah. You got... We
1: had um, my last good, bad and ugly video was somebody from Germany. Um, yeah. It, Flora, it's great to have this reach. Flora. Flora I forget the Floritual. I think that the screen name was. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. It was something like that. Yeah, it, it,
1: F-L-O-R-I something. I can't remember how it was spelled. I'm sorry, but um, I, I, I know that. Um, they said they were from Germany, and and you know what? Another thing cool too, we've got female viewers, and yeah. that's awesome for me. I, like, I I love coming across women who love hockey. So I mean that that that's great. You know, Diane was in here all day. Shannon, Ariana, Shannon's always Franny, around.
0: Like you know, I always like, talk to her about games whenever I see her croakers. Um,
1: getting to meet her was cool. I like her. She's good people.
0: Yeah. And just like, uh, again, like one of my, um, one of my favorite moments was, uh, this guy, John, who, who's a regular mine at the bar. Uh, but I was telling him about the, I told him about the videos and his girlfriend was jumping into bed with him at one point at the end of the night. And she goes, well, what are you watching? That guy looks like Mark (laughs) because it is. And it was just one of our videos. No, John Fordham.
1: Oh, uh, all right, never
0: mind. Yeah, you've met him, though. You, you've met him one of those times you've been out. So, okay. yeah, which is good to get some celebrity in there. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I just, you know, I, I love doing this. This is great. Do, and, yeah. Do I play and... NHL 04 on PlayStation? Uh, I had um, NHL 04 on PS2, actually. Um, it's a decent game. Um, not my favorite favorite NHL game
0: is that the one that had Marcus Naslin on the cover
1: no that was 05 uh 04's cover started out as Danny Heatley then he killed Dan Snyder in the car accident he got replaced by Joe Thornton Joe Thornton and his brother got into the barroom brawl in Boston he got taken off and then finally Joe Sackick ended out the year yeah that's the only cover to have uh an athlete change mid-season and uh mid sales so, wow. Yeah, yeah, Davey, I do like NHL 04. It's a decent game. It's not my favorite NHL. Um, I prefer 06 over it. I, 06 was one of my favorites on um, PS2. 06 and 03, I loved. Um, Other oh, good NHLs. NHL 97 for Sega, I love. NHL 95 is yeah. probably my favorite all time hockey game. NHL 95 for Sega was just awesome. Uh, uh, I'm going to NH- go
0: NHL 94, Sega Genesis. Um, yeah, everybody says, 94. uh, I'll probably go maybe NHL 98 for PC. Cause I used to play, I, I abandoned the PlayStation. A lot of them for PC. Cause they, you added the option to put your face on there. So I was trying to do that. Huh. for a while. Um, and it was also easier to keep the rosters up to date. Uh, blades of steel. <laughs> yeah. Off. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I love Blades of Steel, and I love. Uh, That's actually a top 10 that we have to do. We have to get back to making some top 10 videos. Yeah, we should. There's an extensive Uh, amount of editing that has to go with all these. Or even just, uh, there's two videos that we got that we need to come out with. Um, One of them, obviously, best hockey games of all time that you can ever think of. There was a game that I used to play on PC that was a text game, and it was phenomenal. And it was... I, I can't remember the name of it but you you it it would it would be like it's just calling the play by play for you and you're watching it and it'll be like do you get a skate are you gonna skate it in are you gonna dump it in or are you gonna pass it in and you make those choices and sometimes it would be giveaway he walks in shoots it scores it, it was it was great but i can never remember the name of that so it's not going to be on there uh we got to get a video up for nhl what if uh of anthony discussing the playoff run in 93 if Pierre Turgeon never got injured, because we have the Ray Ferraro soundbite on there as well, so that also helps. I couldn't come up with a topic yeah. for him. Wayne Gretzky hockey was pretty decent. Wayne um, Gretzky hockey, yeah, I
1: I I, lo- I liked that game a lot. Um, I I, I, ha- I have the I have actually both of them on Nintendo sixty four. I have it yes, Nintendo David.
0: 64. So basically Oregon Trail. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. God, except for not dying of cholera
0: and oh and <laughs> everyone died of cholera or dysentery yeah um the the, the to, to mention this david i think i was on a year-long wait list to get blades of steel and it really paid off i mean i, I had
1: just, i just thought of uh, another one actually that would just gave me an idea lose comment right here um uh, top hockey
0: movies oh yeah
1: definitely do that as well top that's hockey another one games, too. Top hockey movies uh, um you know what I think we could do also as well um go through uh back in time uh favorite um uh, favorite pieces of hockey equipment okay the original Easton synergy or something like that you know uh, like just you know have a list of some of the uh, things Never forge the river because you always die. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, either that, or you lose all of
0: your cattle and everything. Yeah, or you lose, or you lo- you lost something. And and you know what? That's one of those games they updated it. You are like you didn't even need to update it. Just keep it the way it was. Yeah. Um. I I again, Blades of Steel was always just so much fun to play. Uh then getting NHL hockey. Uh, on the Genesis, but that's another video that I'm gonna do because I just start. I did a rant about it on, on on the Mark, but it's the quality of NHL games has they just gone down, down. Yeah. and it's yeah. so easy to just say it's EA's fault. But I don't think anybody's paying any attention. It was a great game that was underrated. I loved it in the in the arcade. Open Ice, basically NBA oh, way.
1: Open Ice challenge. Hell yeah, that yeah. was an awesome game. Yeah. But it was it was basically wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey before Wayne gretzky's 3D hockey came out it was like a year beforehand I think it was released. Yeah. So Yeah, Mid- Midway uh Midway did a good little job there. Yeah, I mean, Midway right there had like NBA Jam, Mid- um they had the Mortal Kombat games and like right mm-hmm. around that 95 96 mark it came out with Mortal Kombat 3, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Um, and Mortal Kombat Trilogy, all in that one year span. Then you had Midway Open Ice. NBA Jam was not too far. Uh, tournament Edition was not too far before that. And uh, and then uh, they got into uh, NFL Blitz.
0: Yeah, the 2K series rivaled EA for a, a while, and then EA basically just snatched up all the licenses. And when it was ESPN away.
1: National Hockey Night in the early 2000s, it was really good.
0: Yeah. NBA. Now, by the way, you know what's sad? NBA jam. I'm not even sure if you can make an NBA jam these days. Like that's what the state of the NBA is. It's what? Like just saying, I don't I don't know if you could pick three players that are good on every single team. I used to, and, and again, you used to play every single team on NBA jam and it was, it was amazing.
1: Oh yeah. NHL hits. Good, good call on Joe. It's another one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I I I get what you're saying in a way. Um, there Hit are the ice was pretty good too. Players on every team, but there are other teams that are more stacked. Like you have like Brooklyn that has like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James
0: Harden. Yeah, but who are you team. picking on? Who are you picking on Sacramento? This this is why I hate the NBA. Like there's just franchises that are been abandoned and uh, left I, for dead. I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Like everybody could say, oh, it's free agency. Players want to go where they want to go, but. Orlando's never going to compete ever again. And there's a lot of those that are like that. Getting back to the hockey though. Uh, yes. Uh, ice hockey on the Nintendo. Always yeah. great. Mike Tyson's punch out. Oof. Yeah. Um, I say, Hit the ice was pretty good for. Um, uh, I think it was Sega Genesis. I had that on. That was basically arch rivals. An open ice before then, but it was more comical. Um, Octavia Bradley was blocked. Uh, spam bot. Oh, okay.
1: Spam, yeah, it's spam bot. It keeps saying something like a VASC tech, it's a spam bot.
0: All right, there's been
1: four of them that have come in today, and they started coming in in the uh, the streams recently. So,
0: yeah, all right, thank you. I haven't been getting rid of them, but I know that they're there. So we gotta no, and it only
1: popped up within like the last week. I started noticing them.
0: Yeah. So now that I know, don't worry about it. It's just a bot. Uh yeah. I, I I I my favorite hockey movie is still going to be Miracle. See, this is another one right here, Lynette Osborne. I see like, the comment. Yeah, I see
1: it. Yeah. So block yeah
0: like what's going on with that
1: Uh, i i don't know where they started coming from i i really i really don't hey guys we're actually getting
0: big enough that people want to try to get spam
1: yeah brody here saying they've been in um every stream that he's been in so yeah I, i guess it's uh I mean we, we, we had our uh we had our egos inflating there a little bit, Brody. We were we were feeling really good that you know maybe we were finally popular enough to where spam bots wanted to come in and then you just crushed us there, bud.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh well at least it, at least it's bad everywhere. Yeah. Remember when true. we were gonna do five more minutes? That was half hour ago. <laughs>
1: Someone said that, we, that in, in my last Good, Bad, and Ugly video. Uh, I think it might have been Joe said it. Uh, uh, five minutes from film ends up being like two hours. Yeah.
0: I love it, by the way, Lou, to to mention about Miracle. First off, by the way, it was my first audition I went on in ever, uh, professionally speaking. I wasn't even doing it. I wasn't even trying to act professionally. And I... Bombed. <laughs> I was terrible. But it was one of those things that it's like, like I can't help but look at myself and go, if you were better, you could have been in Miracle. I wouldn't have been a Ruzioni. I would have been uh uh a, a, a right handed shot. Dude. Uh I will there's there's another one, uh, Emily McDowell. Uh Davy, I am the biggest defender on Youngblood. I love that movie. I like Youngblood better than I like uh Slapshot.
1: I uh, no. No, oh, way. you can
0: say no. <laughs> That's a great part about having different opinions.
1: Yeah, I, I, so. I will never say that. I I I do like Youngbog a lot, but I can I can never I can never put it over slapshot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, there were 10 of them in an RE4 stream today. Wow. I I by the way, some of the Resident Evils I should just watch the streams on them because I'm never going to play seven. And I hear that's great. Although well, you're coming out with the movie. So they came out with the movie and supposedly it's terrible. Uh, be like, I, I really liked this, the first game and the second game. And then they just, uh, they kind of lost me. Mystery Alaska, I think is underrated, but I'm also the same person. I put this on the Rangers page a while ago. I'm the same person that looks at Mystery Alaska and just says, "Number eleven is Mark Messier." Don't have somebody wear number eleven. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: well, the only problem with that movie is that Messier was gone by then. Yeah. So,
0: Brody, uh, favorite Resident Evil game? I'm gonna go with two. And somebody said uh, I, I I saw a uh, a countdown before it was just an article so it wasn't even before they were doing videos they said oh what's the scariest moment in the resident evil series and they ended up going with dogs bursting through the windows scariest moments to me was mr x that guy scared the shit out of me
1: yeah i was never really uh resident evil guy
0: yeah never got into it i was i was huge for the first two and then i liked the dino crisis uh that Dino Crisis? No, Dino Crisis is the arcade one. Um, the one with the dinosaurs that were going through time or something like that. Uh, what is your favorite sports movie, Philk?
1: I'd argue, probably have to say Slapshot. I, I, I absolutely cry laughing through that entire movie. It's just it's hilarious. Miracle would be up there for me, too. Um, I love Field of Dreams.
0: Yeah, Field of Dreams is in there
1: sandlots a favorite
0: uh naturals up there hoosiers um
1: remember the titans is another one for me
0: yeah those are all good ones those those are all good ones yeah Miss, mr x was he 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 would you would just be walking along and he would just burst out of nowhere and supposedly in the new game the remake he's even scarier
1: yes brody that was the uh the nhl draft uh, that was the night where I facepalmed at the, uh, for, for Brennan Othman because I wanted Vitter Svechkov. And now Brennan Othman has just absolutely went out <laughs> and the eat shit for talking about him. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> See, by the way, again, we love to be wrong when people are proving us wrong. So, and... I still remember, I I, I, I put the, the whole reaction video in there too. You put and, it on in Croakers
1: and everybody's just watching me in Croakers.
0: Yeah, and, and then I'm, out, I went out I'm outside, Kroger. I was talking to you. And then you came down, I think it was about um, 2 o'clock. So, yeah. Uh, the Natural, by the way, Davey, you're right about The Natural. The one thing I said, I, I years ago I made a list, best moments, best baseball moments in – movies and the naturals number one i mean him hitting the homer at the end the randy newman music going breaking the lights the photography of it was amazing that was good goon is a great sports movie
1: uh you know brody honestly it's not that i hated the player it's just that i wanted them to draft a center especially after the year before they took Braden schneider over hendrix lapierre and i wanted lapierre and they needed help at center. And they were two very good, talented players, both available. So uh, that was why I didn't like the Othman pick at the time that it was made. But, I, I mean, I understand it. I understand. And I think,
0: Davey, also, by the way, I'm going to get on to Phil's point in a second. but I just want to finish with yours. Uh, I think The Natural was one of the first movies I remember on HBO when I was a kid. And uh, between that and The Karate Kid, I watched those movies, like, all the time. Uh yeah, and and again, I think I was annoyed that they never wanted to address the center position. And it's just one of those things. That's,
1: yeah, that was the yeah. thing with me.
0: Like, I think there would have been a different feeling, say, for instance, if you drafted, if the Rangers had the number two pick and got uh, Byfield, but they didn't, they got one, they got Lafreniere, and um, uh, it's not exactly working out but for Byfield right now like- either.
1: You're, you're right about this, Mike. You don't draft for need. You get the best player. But Hendricks LaPierre was probably the best player. The, the, the concern with LaPierre, because LaPierre would have been a top 10 player in that draft year in 2020, had not it been for the neck injuries that he had sustained, which they thought were concussion problems. And that was what scared teams. Washington took a chance on him. And um, As for Svechkov, you could argue that Svechkov was the best player and that Hoffman wasn't. But you know what they thought Hoffman was? Um, he's, he's really been, he's been a monster, monster year and he should have made team Canada for the world juniors this year. The, him not making over Zach Dean, over Ryan Deverberg and over Ridley Greig is a joke. An absolute yeah. joke. And there's politics involved in it. I wish I could say more, but there's politics involved in it.
0: Although there is one of the things that boy Steven brought up with that. But by the way, uh, honky lips that this is a hundred percent, right. I'll be do the filk. I gotta get it over here. Yeah, I gotta do, I gotta set up a green screen and have him film it so that way I can make one of these for you. But yeah, uh, yeah definitely that moment for me. Is, that's that's one of two moments that make me openly ball like a baby in movies. Um,
1: oh, and, and this is this is okay. So this is a great point, and it brings me to another thing from this past year's draft. You took Jalen Gruby over. Sasha Pasajov and Sasha Pasajov is absolutely ripping up the OHL right now. How do you not take the chance on the skill there? Oh, yeah. my God. And so stupid.
0: So uh, I had Steven on on Tuesday. and One of the things he said is not only does politics have to go with that, but um, also he's playing right now with the Erie Otters. Brennan Othman
1: no Flint Firebirds
0: Flint Firebirds that's it but there's three th- that's why because there's three teams in the OHL that operate in America so there's the red tape of having to go through customs and everything else of blah 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 there wasn't enough sc- scouting
1: it's also that some of those guys that were selected over Othman are 20. And it's their final year of eligibility for the mm-hmm. W for the World Juniors. Like Will Cooley, this is his last chance. And I, I I listen, I like Will Cooley. He's having a really good year. But if you look at the numbers for Cooley and, and Offman, Othman is doing more on a team that's scoring less. And Brennan Offman's goal share, I know Steven brought that up because him and I have talked about this many times. Yeah. Offman has the highest goal share of any player in the OHL right now. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I mean, and again, if you're telling me that like they couldn't look up numbers or watch them on the internet or something, come on.
1: Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Like you don't have to go there to know like, like, hey, watch this kid play. Look at what he's doing. Look at his numbers. And And Flint is one of the top three lowest scoring teams. If not, I think they were the lowest scoring team the last I checked in the OHL. So how the hell are you not taking a guy that's absolutely carrying an offense that's bottom of the league like that?
0: Yeah. And look, the Rangers are going to be benefiting about that. Um, uh, At what seventy percent? About Uh, whatever Lou's comment is, uh, is that the goal? That's the goal sharing number, right? Philk, what's that? Brendan Ottman's goal share number.
1: The goal share is his percentage of goals scored in relevance to the team.
0: Yeah. Or the, the amount of points he's got, right? Is point share in there?
1: It, 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 no, it was goal share that Steven okay, did. Okay, it's goal share.
0: All right. Uh, but, yeah, that's – so what happens is just what he described, the goal share. So that's that's pretty good when you're carrying an offense of that much. So – but you know what? Uh, I agree with you, Lou. He bulks up, gets NHL size.
1: He's going Rangers to, and that's one. not going to be a problem. I, I, I've made the comparison to Adam Deadmarsh before, but I'm going to tell you right now, uh, I'm looking back at it. I I don't – I'm just saying Deadmarsh's style of comparison. And mind you, I'm not saying that th- these players are off ceiling. So please don't mix that up. But yeah. adios, Lou. Take care. Take Um, but I I looked at Deadmarsh and i was like, wow, like he plays a very straight line North South game, goes to the the dirty areas, kind of like Adam Deadmarsh. Marsh. I was like, okay, he has decent hands and a decent shot, but as this season has gone along, his hands and his shot are way better than I think Adam Deadmarsh's were definitely at that age. He plays a lot more like Cam Neely.
0: Yeah. You were saying that stylistically. Stylistically. stylistically and you know what the the the, the thought about cam neely is you think he's like six three six four he no, was only six, feet. Six, you said it.
1: six six foot and 200 pounds that's it yeah man
0: yeah he did say that exactly that dry sidle is 50 percent right now and mcdavid is 49 percent. that's that's unreal unreal yeah. uh let's just do a couple more minutes uh because we're gonna have to unload this uh, uh, you, you, or upload this. I mean, but we, we're also making sure that we have the podcast available for you on iTunes and Spotify. So that way you could hear us in the car. Should you ever miss us? Uh, we're doing it right now, the once a week, but I guess I might start uploading the uh, good, bad and uglies and uh, all the other ones. Uh, like I said, if this, uh, this program schedule goes off great, we're, we're, we're going to be in, in good shape because you got Phil doing late night hockey talk and, Anthony did his first clapping bombs the other day. Then I made an intro for him. For him. what did I say? For him twice. I made an intro for, for, him, him. for him, and um, and I have the one for me on that. But I think I might record mine a little bit more. Uh, so again, we're we're providing more content for you, and that's where we're looking to, to just get better. So, loving this. Yeah, me uh, too. But yes, <laughs> Cam Neely in the bathroom stole yeah, Lloyd of Christmas. Kick his ass, Bass. <laughs> George, if you haven't seen it, um right here, since you're heading into Tombstone. Uh let me throw this up at you because I still have it on here. I still haven't taken it off.
1: Oh, look, a wild Stephen.
0: It was Tombstone you Rangers. <laughs>
1: All right, Clanton, you called down the thunder, well now you've got it. You see that? David Backus, former captain of the blue, just got buried by Sammy Blade. The uh, that one, the down, Wilson. Run! Tell all the other curs the line's coming. You tell them I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me!
0: I love that one. That's I awesome. That,
1: that's some of your absolute finest work right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah I was really good.
0: That's so what Drewy was doing. Drew, Drew's, Drew's doing everything. By the way, hey, Steven.
1: Yeah, I, I, a wild Steven has appeared if if he was a Pokemon or something like that. <laughs> and, and it's just it, it's funny because we were using uh your side salad comment before about the minnesota wild and now the columbus blue jackets have become the, com- the complimentary bread of the nhl that every <laughs> restaurant has uh sends out to you so
0: well so if we could always use your reaction to that as as a live um uh critique uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. Yeah, no, I, it, George, I always like to do all those... Um, Steven, use knowledge. It's effective. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, I always like to use, use whatever movie references or everything else I can, uh, especially if YouTube allows me. And the other thing is, uh, like, I had the Simpsons baseball reference uh, for uh, nine misfortunes for the Islanders today. So that was another one. So... That's always a good good to go with. Uh yeah, I'm gonna have to start getting ready for that game. Yeah, I, I think you should too. You you got time,
1: and I I'm gonna I'm gonna have to eat because I'm probably gonna end up going to the gym for the second time today in a bit. So
0: nice. I'm starting to get on my gym routine again. Uh so clean eating, my friend.
1: Clean eating. Yeah. You, telling you.
0: Well, yeah, I haven't done my New Year's diet yet, but I'll be doing a lot more of that. Clean eating,
1: that's the biggest thing, man.
0: (laughs) It's super effective.
1: It is super effective. Yes, it is.
0: (laughs) All right. Guys, thank you all very much for joining us today. Uh, We're going to get this uploaded right now for the podcast for uh, iTunes and Spotify. And it's always great having you guys with us, like we said before. It might sound like we're kissing your ass, but this really is the best part of our week. So take care, everybody. Maybe we aren't. Oh, oh. The world may never know. <laughs> so, all right. Well, take it easy and we'll see you guys soon. Hopefully uh, there's another clapping bombs coming at you guys uh, maybe tomorrow or uh, Saturday. So talk to you soon. Let's go Rangers. All right. Why isn't it? There it goes.